This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, February 25th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Russia pressed its invasion of Ukraine to the outskirts of the capital Friday after unleashing airstrikes on cities and military bases and sending in troops and tanks from three sides in an attack that could rewrite the global post-Cold War security order. Russian troops have come within at least 20 miles of the city. Ukraine's president says at least 137 people have died, including 10 officers and 13 border. Border guards, more than 300 people have been wounded. Explosions sounded before dawn uh, in Kiev, and gunfire was reported in the city center uh, as Western leaders scheduled an emergency meeting. And UK- Ukraine's president pleaded for international help to fend off an attack that could topple his democratically elected government, cause massive casualties, and ripple out damage to the global economy. You know, with uh, <clears throat> security cameras being as ubiquitous as ubiquitous, good lord, I can't speak. I need some coffee. As common as they are, uh, that uh, we're getting close-up looks of some yeah. real explosions and uh, urban fighting, hard, yeah. hardcore, you know, war. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's pretty. It's pretty. Um, uh, it's pretty wild to see this. Stuff. Even the alarms sounding like in that, yeah. and and then like pictures <clears throat> of the city and like no people is scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah very martial so. law. Yep. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah, you're, you're exactly right, Preston. There's just so much coverage. Yep, you know, it just keeps getting more and more and more. U.S. Secretary and State Anthony Blinken said Kyiv could well be under siege in what U.S. officials believe is a brazen attempt by Russian President Vladimir Putin to install his own regime. The assault, anticipated for weeks by the U.S. and Western allies, amounts to the largest ground war in Europe since World War II. Two people were killed after a small plane crashed in a residential area of Hilltown Township, Bucks County, on Thursday evening. The Beechcraft BE-35 went down at about 5 p.m. near Penridge Central Middle School off Victoria and Brittany Lanes. According to the FAA, the pilot departed from Doylestown Airport and was en route uh, to Gundon Airport in Perkasy. A resident's doorbell camera captured the sound of the plane's engine sputtering just before you could see the horrifying crash. Police say a pest control truck filled with chemicals was parked near the crash and caught fire setting off explosions. <sighs> the identities of the two victims who died in the crash are being withheld until families have been notified and verified, the Hilltown Township Police Chief said. We're just speaking of security cameras and Nick pulled yeah. up the video of this and you see that plane just oh. drop right out of the sky and slam into, uh, I don't know what it hit, Kathy, the structure it hit, but you, you could see it in the It didn't hit right anything. Didn't, that, just... No, that's what they're saying. They're, they're Again, they're calling this pilot a hero because um, you see that, like, look at the neighborhood. I mean, yeah. it's, yeah. It's, it's a neighborhood. Yeah. It just hit at the, at the corner of somebody's property. I mean, their house was oh, just feet away, and then they said this middle school was just down the street, so um, they're saying, I mean, unfortunately, the poor people on the inside uh, did die, but... Uh, it could have been worse. It could have been, been worse. People. Yeah. yeah, they think that uh, whoever was <laughs> flying it did steer it so it didn't hit anything right. uh, the national national transportation safety board is investigating what caused the crash the biden administration will significantly loosen federal uh, mask wearing guidelines to protect against covid19 transmission today meaning most americans will no longer be advised to wear masks indoor public settings the cdc on friday will announce a change to the metrics it uses to determine whether to recommend face covering shifting from looking at covid19 case counts to a more holistic view of risk from the coronavirus to a community I I heard a lot of it is predicated on how pleasant looking you are. Oh, okay. Right. So right. if you're not, you still yeah. have to wear yeah. the mask. Yeah. Oh, you might want to put that back on. I listen. <laughs> people don't wear masks where they're supposed to. I, I see it all the time. Like you, you'll see postings where it says 
you must wear a mask to, you know, uh, enter this building and, and you will be asked to leave. And then, I walk, I, you know, basketball games and stuff like that for my kids. <laughs> you walk in and nobody is wearing well, a mask. Well, because there's nobody there to enforce it. Yeah. If you go to a store where they're still enforcing it, I mean, they'll tell you to put it on. But they can put a sign up. It's just yeah. they need somebody there to enforce it. People weren't it. enforcing. I, was, uh, I went to the movies last night in, in Philadelphia and there was nobody enforcing it there. You know, and it is what it is. I'm not this... I'm saying this with zero judgment, but, you know, it's good that, uh, you know, officially, like federally, they're going to lift the mandate. Uh, under current guidelines, masks are recommended for people residing in communities of substantial or high transmission, roughly 95 percent of U.S. Uh, con- counties, according to the latest data. Uh, the new metrics will still consider caseloads, but also take into account hospitalizations and local hospital capacity, which have been markedly improved during the emergence of the Omicron variant. The strain is highly trans- uh, transmissible, but indications are that it is less severe than earlier strains, particularly for people who are fully vaccinated and boosted under the new guidelines. The vast majority of Americans will no longer live in areas where indoor masking in public is recommended based on current data. The new policy comes as the Biden administration moves to shift its focus to preventing serious illness and death from COVID-19 rather than all instances of infection as part of the strategy adjustment for the new phase in the response of uh, as the virus becomes endemic. It is not immediately clear how the new CDC guidance would affect U.S. federal mandates requiring face coverings on public transportation. In sports this morning... The Sixers finally return to the court tonight as they'll take on the Timberwolves in Minnesota. James Harden will make his debut with the team. Tip-off tonight is set for 8 o'clock. The Flyers will look to end their six-game losing streak when they host the Washington Capitals tomorrow afternoon. The puck will drop at 12.30. And former heavyweight champion Vitaly Klitschko, the mayor of Ukraine's capital, Kiev, said the plans to take up arms to defend against the Russian invasion. Klitschko, a former uh, Hall of Fame boxer, said on Good Morning Britain, it's already a bloody war. I don't have another choice. I have to do that. I would fight. Klitschko became mayor in 2014, the same year he was a leading figure in the protest against closer ties with Russia. And now, as Kiev and other regions are under attack, Klitschko is again at the forefront defending Ukraine, along with his brother, fellow former heavyweight champion Vladimir Klitschko, who is also a Hall of Famer. 45-year-old Vladimir enlisted in Ukraine's reserve army earlier this month as the country braced for the attack. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you, Kathy. We're ready to round out the week. We're giving away our Word of the Week prize today, a trip or two to see the Batman, the New York premiere on March 1st, and it's uh, overnight dinner and, and the whole thing. So we'll set you up in a hotel. We'll give you transportation, all that good stuff. Casey saw the movie. Yes. Yesterday. You can't talk about it yet, though, or can I, you? I don't. Did anybody say <laughs> I, you can? Uh, can, I don't, can? There, there might have been some, I don't know. You know, maybe I'll, I'll look at the email. To see if it says there's an embargo or not. Sometimes if you go to these advanced screenings, they ask as a courtesy that yes. you and the media don't uh, really talk about it because they want to save the, the hype for it all. But uh, It's the shut your pie hole clause. Yeah. Did yeah. you like it? Um, so there was a guy there who said he liked it a lot. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> What? You can say if you like it or not. <laughs> I don't, don't, don't want to get arrested. For crying out loud. <laughs> you can get arrested. Yeah, they're going to send me to jail. <laughs> you like that? Imagine the PR on that. There was a guy there that said he liked it a lot. All right, well, maybe we'll find out if we can get a little bit more. Very, very moody movie from what I hear from that guy. All right, so we do have some guests on the program, and we're going to have comedian Moses Storm joining us. Moses will be at Helium tonight and tomorrow. We're also going to have... 
uh, home improvement star Mina Starziak, who is from the show Good Bones on the program. She is going to be appearing at the Filling Home and Garden Show tomorrow. You have a the, crush on her, right? I, yeah, I got a thing for her. Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks. Uh, and she's, they're a hard, her and her mom are hard workers. Like, yes. they don't. They're not just the designers. They're the hands-on people. They get in there and they work really hard. I like their show. Yeah. Yeah, They have a good chemistry. Obviously, they're related. It does help. Yep. So uh, we will talk to her later on. And also, we are are, are new friends at Pagano's, (laughs) which is the restaurant that just opened up this week in One Bala Plaza. They have other locations, but... uh, we had seen a story that you can make mashed potatoes out of potato chips. Yes, yeah, this is what our life has become. Marissa okay. got in touch with Matt Pagano, and um, their chef is going to whip some up for us this morning. <gasps> I want to try it. And we're going to taste it. Yeah. So that's going to be in the 9 o'clock hour, from what I understand. So we will get to that later on today. So, yes, potato chip mashed potatoes here <laughs> yeah. on the President and Steve Show. <laughs> we'll try them for you, and then you can make your own based on our uh, review of that. Top that NPR. Yeah. yeah, please do. All right, so we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We have a lot of information to go through with the entertainment news, some arrests, some uh, some uh, reports have come back. Uh, I've I've ton of things that we're going to get to in a moment as well as a stupid question. So stay put. We'll be right back. Did you know you can listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Zoom question this morning. We're going to give away a pair of tickets for the Philly Pops. Presents Pops Rocks Let It Be, March 11th at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. The question that I asked this morning is, who's the lead singer of Sexual Chocolate? Hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Do you know the answer? Who's the lead singer of Sexual Chocolate? 215-263-WMMR. That is the number. Um... Oh, by the way, uh, let me backtrack just a moment ago because uh, Marissa uh, told me the last second I did not realize this. Today is National Clam Chowder Day. Oh, so we will be doing uh, que- uh, we'll be doing clips of movies <laughs> that mention clam chowder. Oh, okay, and doing giveaways later on. I didn't realize we that. Some, we, All have, right. we have a lot of prizes to give away, and that's yeah. a great opportunity to get rid of some. So we'll do it that way. All right, but in the meantime, we'll go through some birthdays. We'll give the answer for uh, Sexual Chocolate, the lead singer. Birthdays on Friday, February 25th include Mr. Sean Astin, and uh, Rudy celebrates a big birthday today. He turns 50 years old. So could a case be made that he is the heart and soul of the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Um, I guess there's a few heart and souls of that, but he's definitely one of them for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's... uh, yeah, he's such a great character. Samwise is such a great character. He's the every hobbit, yes. kind of, yeah. who rises to greatness. Yes. He is able to finish off and go back to his family. Yep. And he's uh, certainly a, uh, a brave individual. Yes. And, and uh, yeah, I think he's, he might be the heart and soul. I think you're right. 
couple other great movies, Goonies, Toy Soldiers. Stranger Things. Uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, so right. good. Oh, man. I know. Didn't you want yeah. him to stay around? terrible. Spoiler alert after the fact. He's uh, 50 years old today, by the way. So happy birthday, Sean Astin. Uh, Karen Grassel, the actress. She was the mom on Little House on the Prairie. Car- uh, Caroline Ingalls. Uh, and she turns 80 years old wow. today. She admitted that she had some problems with Michael Landon, but she also admitted that she had some problems that might have created problems with Michael Landon. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so a lot of people after the fact, I mean, how many decades after that show was on, are coming out with stories about Little House on the Prairie. Okay. She, uh, like I said, turns 80 years old today. Uh, at director Neil Jordan, who brought yes. us The Crying Game, an interview with a vampire. He is uh, 72 today. He was the director du jour for a while. Mm. Uh, then you have Taylor Leone. Uh, she is 56 years old, and uh, she has, you know, she's been in lots of movies throughout her career. You know, Deep Impact was kind of a cool breakout role for her, but, uh, and uh, Bad Boys was yes. another good one. Uh, but she is, she has a non-speaking role in um, A League of Their Own. Yep. That's true. Yeah. She, she yeah. plays for the uh, Racine Bells, yep. I believe, and she you see her several times at bat, and you're like, who is that hottie? Was married to David Duchovny? Yes. For a while? Yeah. Uh, so she turns 56. I've always had a thing for her. Uh, I've also had a thing for Nancy. O- you know what? Let's do a list of ladies yes. I've had a thing for. <laughs> Nancy O'Dell uh, uh, from Access Hollywood. Oh, I liked her too. Yeah, yeah. She's cool. She also has, I think, one of the most, we, we always compliment her neck. She yes. Has, she has good neck. A fine neck. She yeah. gives good neck. She is uh, 56 today. Oh, here's another one to add to the list. Sally Jesse Raffi. Oh, my God. She's oh, so yeah. hot. Baby. Unbelievable. There's actually, uh, there's a funny clip in the Goldbergs where he's, he, uh, they're giving the impression he's looking for something to spank it to, and Sally Jeff- Jesse's on the cover of TV Guide. Oh, my like, mm. God. <laughs> uh, she was actually in the running against us for the National Radio Hall of Fame. Crushed her. Uh, ceremony, <laughs> and we beat her. We, we yep, Crushed we knocked her, her we to the side. Beat that bad plastic surgery right off her face. She's 87, by the way. What? Yeah. It's no. She's she, 87 years uh, old. Chris, do you remember, she actually... Changed her. I mean, she looked completely different after she she got plastic surgery, Kathy. That ended up making her look much older. Mm. Uh, but yeah, she got a, a late run in her career, but had a very successful yeah, talk show. I liked your show. Uh, it's also Carrot Top's birthday. Talking about plastic surgery, <laughs> Carrot Top, the prop comedian, is uh, fifty-seven years old today. I've not seen a current picture of him in a long time. De- he's deflated. He's a, he's down to like uh, he's a much leaner build. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because he was he was, he was jacked, weight, weightlifting, and yeah. and he was really putting you know size on himself. But he did all this crazy <laughs> plastic surgery to his face, you know, like permanent eyeliner, you know, tattooed eyeliner yeah. and stuff like that. I, I like him. He, <laughs> I do too. Greg Giraldo at well, one of the roasts just goes. What the hell happened to your face? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The lovely Rashida Jones is 46 today. Yep, Parks and Rec. Um, The Office. Daughter of Quincy Jones. Daughter of Quincy Jones and Peggy Lipton. And uh, I love you, man. Oh, so good. Love her in that. Uh, She is 46 years old today. So happy birthday, Rashida Jones. And she's in that, uh, she was in a Super Bowl commercial. Yes, she was. It was a Ford commercial, I think, where the Joneses, uh, Tommy Lee Jones and uh, her and... Leslie uh, Jones. Leslie Leslie Jones. Jones. Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas, (laughs) who's not a Jones, shows up in it. Uh, And then last birthday is Chelsea Handler. 
Uh, she turns 47. She usually goes, like, skiing naked. Right, on her birthday. On her birthday, right? Something with, yeah. naked. The, the, yeah. one, uh, the one she did with her and, and off of her helmet were sparklers, <laughs> and she was skiing topless down. She was drinking, skiing, and smoking <laughs> pot yeah. naked at the I same was, time. That yeah. video cracked me <laughs> up. Uh, she is 47 today, so happy birthday to you, Chelsea Handler. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer. To the question today, who's the lead singer of Sexual Chocolate? 215-263-WMMR. Tis Ken we go to. Hey, Ken, good morning. Good morning, Preston. How you doing? Great, buddy. All right, Ken, who's the lead singer of Sexual Chocolate? Randy Watson. He's good. I like him. Yeah, hang on, Ken. We're going to give you a pair of tickets for the Philly Pops Presents Pops Rocks Let It Be March 11th at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. And Fab Four's greatest hits will be performed live with the full orchestra. More information and tickets for the March 11th and 13th shows at phillypops.org slash let it be. I will be going to that. Yes. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. What? Sexual chocolate. Oh, here we go. <laughs> they play so fine, don't you agree? Sexual chocolate. <laughs> They play so fine, don't you agree? <laughs> I believe the children are our future. Thank you. <laughs> Get them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. And you know Eddie does it on purpose. Yeah. He, he does that little whistle. Um, yeah. And shine. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. <laughs> Give them a sense of he is so damn funny. <laughs> Followed by the, uh, as we think, and Eddie has contended, the first mic drop in history. Ah, you're right. Right, right. You are right. It very well may be. <laughs> right. I got some stories to get to. We're going to begin with Bob Saget. So a little bit more on, on his death. The last time that he was caught on surveillance video, he was seen exiting the elevator on the ninth floor, walking down the long hallway towards the room. Authorities have seen the footage uh, that see, have seen the footage. Tell People Magazine that uh, nothing seemed out of the ordinary. He showed no sign of distress, and before that, he was talking to people, and everything was fine. He used his key card. Uh, he entered his room at two seventeen a.m., hanging a "Do Not Disturb" a "Do Not Disturb" placard on his door, and then locking it from the inside. And then the door didn't open again until the following afternoon, when hotel security found him dead. Oh. Investigators have pieced together a theory. Of how he died, and this makes total sense. It does. It does. Authorities checked the marble and uh, end tables and counters in the bathroom, but found no traces of blood or hair. They now believe that he lost consciousness in the bathroom somehow or another. You know, he might have gotten dizzy, may have just gotten up or whatever. He fell backwards onto the marble floor. He hit his head. They believe that he he, he uh, lost consciousness for a little while. He regained consciousness, and then he just stumbled into bed. Mm-hmm. And then he went to bed, and then he died. That's when it happened. And it so was so, I, so I significant enough, but not leaving like... It, right. Yeah. And, and, and innocuous. And all of a sudden, you wake up on the floor, and you're, yeah. you're, your head hurts, and you're like, I got to go lay down. Yeah. You know? And I'm sure that's probably what went through his mind. And, and then, of course, he expired you, after You've that. had those moments where you get up a little too quickly, and... and oh, yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh. I got to sit down. Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't make it. And right. He fell yeah. and hit his head. So... That's terrible news, obviously. But I mean, it's you know, it's, I hate it's, to say it, but I, I mean, I'm I'm glad it was that. I mean, as these things started to float around, I knew they were all nonsense pretty much to begin with. But I'm like, oh, this is, who would want to kill Bob Saget? It's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the Full House cast is gearing up for a family reunion following uh, his death, and E News confirmed Thursday that Dave Coulier, Candace Cameron Bure, uh, Andrea Barber, and Scott Weinger are set to reunite. 
for 90s Con, which will be a two-day event in Hartford, Connecticut. And that is coming up the 11th, March 11th through the 13th. Uh, fans were left baffled after Sean Penn was seen at a press briefing at the presidential office in Kiev amid the Russian invasion. What? Penn was photographed in Ukraine at a press briefing by the Ukrainian government on Thursday as Russia began a full-scale attack on its neighbor. And as photographs of the Oscar winner circulated on social media, fans shared their surprise. Turns out he was there filming a documentary and, you know, with all of this looming, and sure enough, it happens. Right. And so he is, uh, he had already been with uh, with the government filming stuff, so they had him there. For Do you know that. who his cameraman was? It was Carrot Top. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's where he is. That's and where he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, as per Newsweek, his visits were documented by the Ukrainian Joint Forces Operation Press Service, which posted photos of the meetings on social media at the time. The 61-year-old arrived in Kiev earlier this week. According to the publication, he met with uh, Deputy Prime Minister uh, Arna Vereshchuk, as well as members of the military and local journalists. The office of Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky issued a statement in praise of Penn. A translation of the statement commends the actor for coming to Kiev to record all of the events that are, quote, currently happening in the Ukraine and to tell the world the truth about Russia's invasion of our country. Uh, they said Sean Penn is demonstrating bravery that many others have been lacking, in particular some Western politicians. In more, uh, the more people like that, true friends of Ukraine who support the fight for freedom, uh, the quicker we can stop this heinous invasion of Russia. Penn had previously directed the 2020 documentary uh, Citizen Penn about the process of founding his nonprofit organization CORE, which is Co- a community organized relief effort in the wake of the Haiti earthquake in 2010. Now, also there is Maxim uh, Chermkovsky. Uh, he is from Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. So he is Ukrainian, and he has been there filming a project called World of Dance UA. Uh, he spoke for uh, he spoke over the sounds of sirens as he explained that he didn't believe things would escalate as quickly as they did, and I believe we have a clip we from do. that. We have so two. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, yes, I'm here. I'm in Kiev. Uh, contrary to what I probably should have done, a while ago, but everyone was hoping that finality of the situation will be averted, right? That there's not going to be this kind of aggression. And then we have another clip. Yes. I, honestly, I'm getting really emotional. It's been a little difficult. You know me, I stay strong, but I want to go back home. And I realized that I have the way to, and my family is far away. What I'm realizing is that my friends whose kids are here and <clears throat> whose moms, dads are here and elderly people are here and they, they can't just just escape. Uh, and he also addressed, addressed his Russian fans uh, before heading to the bomb shelter saying, I think the uh, the Russians need to get up and actually say something because no one's opinion is being heard. Uh, this is all one man's ambition of something. And however convenient it sounds in Moscow, however comfortable you are where you are in Russia, uh, I just don't think this is the right thing. So I don't know if he'll continue to be able to uh, document what he's going through or not, but uh, we'll let you know if that ends up happening. Uh, this was sad to see. Sally Kellerman, award-nominated uh, star of both film and television, has died. She was 84 years old. Yep, uh, She passed away in her sleep from heart failure at her home in Woodland Hills, California, yesterday. 
uh, was best known for her role as Major Margaret Hot Lips Houlihan. Yeah, the original. Robert Altman's classic 1970 film, MASH, opposite Donald Sutherland and Elliot Gold. You guys have probably never seen that. No, you? no, yeah. I just know her from uh, Back to School and Moving right. Violations. Right. She was great yeah. uh, in, in that in that version of MASH. They uh, A lot of people don't realize this. They just think it's, you know, them operating and all that stuff. But they have this football game at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. and, there's, and she's hilarious in it. She She's also in a movie I know that you love, uh, I do, called Foxes. Oh, yeah. Where she's um, uh, Jodie Foster. Foster's mother. Yeah. yeah. And Cherie from um, uh, uh, The Runaways. Right, yes. Is in it as well. Cherie Curry. Yeah. I'm sorry, how old was she? Uh, she was 84 years old. Okay. Uh, so, uh, MASH had netted, uh, netted uh, Kellerman an Academy Award nomination for Best Actress in a Supporting Role, by the oh, way. Wow. Uh, and that helped her move te- from television, where she had spent the majority of her earlier career, uh, to the big screen in films, like Casey said, such as Back to School, 1986, 1994's Fashion Extravaganza, pret a also directed by Altman. She was also in the first episode of Star Trek with William Shatner. That is correct. correct. Yeah. Yep, she was in the, the pilot, yeah. And she was also in uh, The Outer Limits, The Twilight Zone, Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, Hawaii Five-0, I Spy, a whole bunch of movies. Um, and, uh, she, uh, apparently was enrolled in acting classes early on with Jack Nicholson, Shirley Knight, Dean Stockwell, and Robert Blake. Holy hell. And went on to become one of the first women to host Saturday Night Live in 1981. Cool. I was not aware of that. She's uh, in a very funny movie with, uh, James Conn called Slither, and she just plays this free spirit, and it's very funny. She was, uh, Mark Maron's mom on, uh, on his show in the yes. mid-2000s, and uh, yeah. he, he posted something really sweet about her as well. I like that show a lot. I like Mark Maron a lot, and she was great as his mom. Yeah, she is uh, survived by her son Jack and daughter Claire, so sad news there. Bill Paxton's uh, widow and children have reached a $1 million partial settlement of their wrongful death lawsuit with the anesthesiologist who treated the big love star two weeks prior to his death. Deadline reports that Dr. Moody Makar uh, and General Anesthesia Specialist Partnership uh, um, filed court papers Wednesday in Los Angeles Superior Court seeking approval of the accord between the Paxton family and members of the company. According to the court documents, General Anesthesia Specialist lawyers said the company denies liability in this matter, but said the settlement deal will reasonably compensate plaintiffs and avoid exposing defendant to an expensive and time-consuming litigation. I wonder what kind of malpractice insurance you pay if you are an anesthesiologist. A ton. A ton, right? I would imagine that they are one of the most, yes, one of the highest insured, probably. Uh, the actor's death certificate uh, states he died of a stroke, 11 days uh, after surgery to replace heart valve and repair aorta damage. He was 61 years old. And a trial date for the remainder of the lawsuit against Cedar sinai Medical Center and uh, cardiothoracic surgeon Dr. Ali Koinazad uh, is scheduled for September 19th. Okay, something lighter. Please. Okay, a lot of heavy stuff. Come on. Uh, Marissa, did you get the clip I asked for Lindsay? Okay. It. Redheaded actress Lindsay, you know who she is. Yes. Uh, now her last name, I, I I've known how to pronounce this forever. Uh, at least, actually, the first time she was on Saturday Night Live, that's when I realized that it's not Lohan. Yeah, it's Lowen. Yep. And apparently, she sent uh, TikTok fans into tizzy because she just apparently signed up oh to TikTok God. and she made a video and she said her name and this. Drove people crazy. Here we go. It's Lindsay Lowen, and guess what? Now I'm on TikTok. It's, so she says it herself. It's Lindsay Lowen. Where the fig chicken fingers at? <laughs> but a lot of people have said Lindsay Lohan throughout the years. It's Lowen. 
Uh, so there were comments uh, that uh, that were over the top. Uh, I'm going to throw up. Uh, people did. <laughs> People didn't realize that that is how uh, you do it. Uh, so somebody had uh, a, a comment said, I know Lindsay Lohan ain't just mispronounce her last name. She ain't. Girl, yeah. you telling me my whole life has been a lie. And then someone else uh, had posted, not to brag, but I've uh, pronounced Lindsay Lohan's last name right, uh, the right way. All the four times I've talked about her. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, you got, I mean, I'm going to blow your minds here. You guys know how to spell Gary Lauer's last name? Yeah, uh, but only because of you. Yeah. It's L-A-U-E-R. Lower. Yeah. Right. L-O-W-E-R. Oh, like Lower. L-O-W-E-R. Right. Yeah. Which oh. seems completely appropriate. Preston, we do, I don't know if you want to put it in here, but we do have a similar name pronunciation story surrounding Denzel Washington. Oh. Uh, and I Denzel himself, button. this is from the Graham Norton Show, explains how to say his name. All right. Well, here we go. I was calling you Denzel. Is that correct? Actually, it's Denzel. Oh, no, is it really? Yeah, but... So was but, your dad Denzel? Well, he was Denzel. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm Denzel Jr. So my mother started calling me Denzel just so, you know, she'd say Denzel and we both would show up. Uh, no kidding. Isn't that wild? So he doesn't... He, he doesn't mind being no. Denzel, yeah. but Denzel, yeah. Denzel is initially yeah. how you pronounce it. And to differentiate to it when you're calling to them in the house, yeah. Denzel versus Denzel. That's interesting. That happens all the time. I'm yeah. sure, we, we just whether it be inflection or little Denzel. Yeah. Or, Dude, you know. when, I was, uh, when I was in grade school and we lived in South Carolina for a couple of years, one of my teachers, and, and I was probably in like maybe fourth grade or something like that, there were two Johns in our class. And our teacher, on the first day of school, designated one of them Jack, just so we could tell the difference. And that kid's name was Jack for the rest of the year. Um, that's not right. That is, in hindsight, no, that is no, not you, right. You have, if both kids want to go by John, yeah. Yeah. then yes. But back then, you know, you just, yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. You and could I, beat them, too. I, I think about that. We did get beat. Where's your sandwich? <laughs> the teachers used to beat us, man. Uh, but I, I remember thinking, that. Not a, that was not cool. Not cool. Yeah. So, all right, Denzel, Denzel, interesting. All right. Uh, reports say that Wendy Williams may be planning to take legal action against a production company of her show. Weren't they assuring us that she was completely on board with this? <laughs> uh, according to Radar Online, a source said Wendy is on sick leave and has basically been fired. This isn't right, uh, and Wendy isn't going to take this. She is considering legal action against her producers and is also deciding on what to do about Sherry Shepard. The source said Sherry was supposed to be filling a friend, filling in for Wendy while she was sick, but instead Sherry stabbed Wendy in the back. Bitch! If anyone thinks Wendy is going to disappear without a fight, they are a fool. So, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they're actually going to do anything, but... I'm coming for you! There's some chit-chat about her uh, and a little legal action. Again. I have a special set of skills. The production company. <laughs> Uh, so, thieves have stolen over $200,000 worth of props from the set of The Crown, the Netflix show, while the production was shooting nearby. Uh, over 350 items were taken during the That's hike. a lot of stuff to leave with. And that includes a replica Fabergé egg, a grandfather clock, a clock face, a dressing table, crystal glassware, and silver and gold candelabra. So, what does a replica Fabergé egg go for? That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. But, but it's still 200 grand. Yeah. Uh, South Yorkshire police are investigating the theft, which took place in a truck parking lot while a unit were shooting nearby, although the incident was not 
affecting production. Netflix has issued a plea to help recover the items. Yeah. Uh, they said that replacements will be sourced. There is no expectation that filming will be held up. Um, in a bid to recover the items, should the thieves attempt to sell them, the studio gave a description of some of them to uh, a weekly publication, and uh, they got them out there in the public, so they're looking for this. They also stuff. stole the uh, Corgi hand puppets. Oh, no. You don't use real Those dogs. aren't real? No. Shut up. Uh, Amy Schneider, the Jeopardy champion, is now engaged. Hey! Uh, the former software engineer announced on Thursday on Twitter that she is engaged to her girlfriend, Genevieve. Did you watch it last night? I did. There were... They the were largest, terrible. the largest amount of no answers that I've seen in a long time, and I got. However, some of them were difficult questions, yeah. and yeah. some of them I got, but a bunch of them I was like, "Dude, I have no freaking idea." Right, but, but I mean, you expect damn Jeopardy people? What are you playing yeah. for? To get them? Yeah, so. that's right. It stinks. It stinks. Yeah. Yep. All right, double Jeopardy round. <laughs> <laughs> double the price. Do you want to make it a true daily yeah. double? Make it a true daily. Yeah, <laughs> all in. <laughs> By the way, the night before, they had a, a tiebreaker. Did you see that? Uh, it was a three-way tiebreaker, was it not? No, just two. Just two? Yeah. Wow, it was yeah. pretty wild. It was cool. Yeah. So the, I, I had not seen that before. You don't usually get a tiebreaker. Yeah. I don't like it. I, like I did. I don't like it. I don't like how they do it. I think they should both win and come back for the next game. They used to do. Yeah, I know. You t- yeah, I don't like the tiebreaker. I, I, I think that if you, if you, because sometimes you can set up somebody else to be there. Would it be better if they arm wrestled, Nick? Like uh, over the top? No, no, no. I think they, like, if you are kind enough to bet a way that the other person ties with you, uh, you both get to come back the next game. Because then one person was out $34,000. I know. You know, that, that's a, a hey, crummy way to lose. Them's the breaks. Man. I know. Yeah. I know, they, but they can afford it is the issue. They changed the you rules. You can afford a crummy $34,000. They, yeah. they both excelled. They both made it all the way, and and it's, it's, it's like a shootout. It's yeah. like... I'm glad the, that lady won who won. She was that breast cancer survivor. And right. She was, like, thrilled afterwards. I, I just, I like the old way. They used to do the tiebreakers. Ah, I like the new way. All I'm right. going with it. Moving All on. All right. Yep, I'm going to run with it. I just, uh, I like I like a, uh, I like a, a clear-cut winner. <laughs> you like it? I do, yes. <laughs> uh, Schneider's tweet was accompanied by a photo of Schneider and Genevieve showing off their diamond engagement rings. Schneider's fans were quickly uh, quick to reply to her tweet and congratulate her and her new fiancé. And the news comes less than a month after Schneider announced that she was uh, leaving her day job following her amazing run on Jeopardy. There was a, a clue last night that had a tie-in to the band Rush. And I can't remember what it was. And there was one like the a couple of nights before that I got as well. And it was uh, it was what the interpretation of Plus Sachon was. And I know that from a song called Circumstances. There Rush. you go. And Rush's um, Twitter account yeah. or their uh, Instagram account posted something about it. So I'm hoping they'll post about it today so I can remember. Casey, this story's for you. Yeah, I saw it, man. The ALF franchise will soon be available for streaming later this year. Oh, but there's more. Four oh, yeah. seasons between 1986 and 1990. Uh, so what what is what am I missing? They're creating a new series. Oh, they are going to do a new series. Yeah. So the story you sent me, yeah. the page wouldn't load, and I couldn't Mother get it from Variety. And I even yeah. tried to go in, uh, to Variety on my own. So what I don't have, on? I don't have that. Infor- I don't have that information here. All right. Uh, so do you remember the details? Uh, yeah, yeah. So they're going to produce. They're, so not only are they getting all the run of the actual sitcom, the animated series as well is going to yes. start up, and then they're going to reboot the series and start off with like a special extended episode. Okay, so here we go. Nick uh, Nick has this pulled up. Uh, let's see. Apparently, uh, uh, so it includes streaming, original series, blah, 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 and digital media initiatives. This is giving me nothing. Yeah, for as popular <laughs> as this. You got to scroll down on that. All right. uh, I didn't know. Um, it was a good puppet. They did a really good job with the puppeteering on that one. 
Don't you think? So it wasn't a man in a No, it was not. No. But what about when he was, like, running away and stuff? <laughs> they, they, yeah, they, had, they had a little, like, a kid yeah. or something. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, give me this. Sorry, I was talking to Nick. <laughs> you guys go ahead. The only What's person, going on? I'm What's going on over there? I'm scrolling through the story. The only person from that show that actually ended up ever having a career either before, during, or after was, and Mira, was uh, played um, the Tanner's uh, mother. You remember uh, the mother dad involved. was in a crack den. Remember yes. they had the pictures of him smoking crack with a whole bunch of dudes? Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But, like, nobody went on to have, like, any sort of, like... Long-lasting success. Success after that. Alf did, apparently. He's coming back. Um, But I was watching it. It was on some... It, maybe... Well, Maybe it was like Me TV or something. It's like possible, that. but yeah. they now now they have the full series. They have the full animated series, and they're going to have a, a new series. Yeah, it uh, says they uh, they're uh, developing new Alf related content. That's so, what it says. <laughs> yes, looking at the pictures of uh, oh of the God. cracked and dad. Yep. Yeah. Oh, how depressing. Uh, mm-hmm. Dude, I'll tell you what. Comedically, he that was, was a funny episode. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that was real life. No, on hey, the you're show, smoking crack. He, uh, I thought he had great comedic timing with a puppet. I mean, it's really no, probably it's good. difficult to do that with a uh, with a puppet, but he was really good. All right, we have uh, we have new moves opening, oh, so we got to get yeah. to those now. So let's do it. Let's get to them. We'll start with Studio 666, comedy slash horror film starring Dave Grohl, Taylor Hawkins, Whitney Cummings, and more. The plot is Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, Foo Fighters move into an Encino mansion uh, steeped in grisly rock history to record their much-anticipated 10th album. Once in the house, Dave Grohl finds himself grappling with supernatural forces that threaten both the completion of the album and the lives of the band. Hour and 46 minutes long. Rated R. It's in theaters today. Rotten Tomato score gives it a 59%. Which is not bad. Cyrano also opens this weekend. Uh, drama, romance, musical. Peter Dinklage, Haley Bennett, and Kelvin Harrison Jr. star. A man ahead of his time, Cyrano de Bergerac, dazzles whether uh, with ferocious wordplay at a verbal joust or with brilliant swordplay in a duel. But convinced that his appearance renders him unworthy of the love of a devoted friend, uh, the luminous Roxanne, Cyrano has yet to declare his feelings for her, and Roxanne has fallen in love at first sight with Christian. By the way, they change the story a little bit, because in the original, it was his cousin mm-hmm. that he fell in love right, with. Right, right, right. Oh, Roxanne okay. was his cousin. So, uh, running a time, two hours and four minutes, rated PG-13. Uh, it's in theaters today, Rotten Tomatoes, 87% score on wow. that. And we learned it's a musical. Uh, yes. Yeah. And finally, The Desperate Hour also opens. It's a mystery and thriller, and it stars Naomi Watts, Colton Gobo, and David Bowles. Recently widowed mother Amy Carr is doing her best to restore normalcy to the lives of her young daughter and teenage son in the small in their small town. And she's on a jog in the woods. She finds her uh, town thrown into chaos as a shooting takes place at her son's school. Miles away on foot in the dense forest, Amy desperately races against time to save her son. Uh, it's an hour, 24 minutes long, rated PG-13. In theater streaming today, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a low 34%. It happens in real time, though, which is kind of interesting. Like, the wow. movie is taking place during the incident, and wow. that's the only, the hour and 24-minute running time is real time. Okay. Uh, here are the clips for you. 
We're starting this true crime show, Snowfall. Back for another season. And here, star Angela Lewis talks about what she took away from her role as Aunt Louie. Oh, I think I just keep pouring love. I fell in love with Louie in the very, very beginning, and I just wanted to protect her. Could you shut up? <laughs> Fifth season of Snowfall can be seen streaming on Hulu. Here's the next clip. Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz star in the new film, The Batman. And in this clip, they reveal the one piece of advice that they did not think about but want to share with future actors playing their roles. Oh, I think I just... Oh, wrong one. Keep Sorry. Po- What's happening over there? I, I had to What's happening? And admittedly, you do think, how do I go to the... <laughs> <laughs> but that takes like a couple of minutes. That's, uh, you only realize that... But, but then not, you're like, oh, that's why not, that's the one piece of advice yeah. I've gotten. It's, it's not real. your first thought when you put it on. No, it's your third, <laughs> yeah. it's your third thought. Uh, the Batman premieres in theaters uh, today. Yes. No, 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 March fourth. Sorry, and uh, we have a chance for you to win tickets to the premiere uh, with the Word of the Week prize, where we're going to send you on that little trip up to New York to see that. So get yourself set for that. And there you go, entertainment report for today. Hey, I'd like to remind you, we have a new Daily Rush video. It's called "What the Hell Is This Machine?" <laughs> uh, Kathy hates it. Bill Weston dumped it. Bono likes it, and Eddie Be- Better is intrigued by it. You can now watch that video. Uh, you can catch it on our YouTube page. We'll send it to you on Instagram if you follow the radio station or the or the show. It's sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet, and you can learn more at Xfinity.com, question here. by the way. If if something is dumped during the show, um, is it can it be restored for the video? Uh, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm be curious to find out. Yep. All right, uh, let's take a break. Come back in a second. Want me to give one of these away? Yeah, do you want to do it? We got a few of these. The easy way, or do you want to do it National Clam Chowder Day? Well, when we come back, we'll do National Clam Chowder Day. (laughs) National Clam Chowder. But I'll I'll do this the easy way. I'll give away some movie passes to see Studio Six 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 and qualify you for a Foo Fighters signed movie poster. And we will take uh, callers eight, nine, and ten. At 215-263-WMMR and set you up. Uh, Studio 666, only in theaters, uh, is February 25th, and that is today. You can visit Studio666Movie.com to buy tickets. So we'll take those callers. We'll come back in a moment. we got guests some more. I'll tell you about it when we return. Stay with us. Being an MMR VIP has its perks. Click contests at mom to enter for tickets for this week's featured concerts before they go on sale. Dave Matthews Band July 15th and 16th and Coheed and Cambria on July 27th. If you're not an MMR VIP, you can sign up now on our website. It takes less than two minutes and it'll make you feel superior to all your friends. National Clam Chowder Day. What uh, clip is this? Uh, cl- what, what clam chowder clip is this movie from? Of all the many. What clam chowder... What movie is this clam chowder clip? Dude, I am. Yeah. I had the toughest night sleeping last night. Oh, Why? Didn't drink, wouldn't have been drinking or nothing, man. <laughs> I just feel like I, that's a Gary Lauer yeah, uh, impression. But anyhow. You should Did you have some bad clam chowder last I night? I may have. Here's the clip for you. Uh, I'll have the clam chowder, the fried chicken with the baked potato with everything, and a chocolate chiffon pie. Clean food, please. In that case, sir, may I advise against the lady eating the clam chowder? No clam chowder, thank you. All right, let's go to Derek and <laughs> see if that. he knows. Derek, do you know what movie that's from? Great, the morning is Fight Club. Fight Club is correct. Yeah. 
Nice job, Derek. I want you to hang on the line. You are going to go to the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks for the Philly Home and Garden Show, which is this weekend. And uh, hang on the line. By the way, um, uh, you can save on tickets at phillyhomeandgarden.com, discount courtesy of Xfinity. Little known, or or maybe it's known to everybody but me, (laughs) but the waiter in that scene... That's Ed Kowalczyk of the band Live. Hey. You can see with this is yeah. still, yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. How cool is Helena Bottom Carter, man? Oh, she's, she's the best. so good. And then yep. we were talking about the uh, Harry Potter <laughs> reunion. She was phenomenal and funny and great. She kept her teeth. Yep. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she yeah. kept yep, her she teeth did. in the role, yeah. Uh, by the way, speaking of clam chowder, I had some exceptional clam chowder this past weekend. Oh. I went to Florida. Uh, to visit my mom and sister, and uh, there's this restaurant called Leverox there. And I, I get clam chowder only when I know it's going to be good clam chowder. It's fantastic. Do I need to revisit clam chowder? Oh, I, am, yeah. I have not I been it. a fan well, for years. I don't know if you like the texture. Because you're no, not like are a, there real <laughs> chunks of clam? clam I mean, yeah. in not good huge chunks, which it's really a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but, it's like yeah, chicken yeah, noodle no. soup. You know, there's just a yes. little bit of chicken in it. Yes, if it's know? done right. Chicken uh, noodle place, soup with snot. The place that yeah. we went to, um, snot in soup, please. Chicago. <laughs> what was the name of that place? The uh, fancy beef place. Yeah, Gibson. <laughs> Welcome to the fancy beef place. Oh, yeah. Uh, steak, steak hey, guess what? For. We clean the silverware. <laughs> uh, what was the name? It was Gibson's. 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 That was the uh, second blessed. Be- blessed? Yeah. Have a blessed meal. <laughs> Have a blessed day. New England clam cheddar. Uh, second best New England clam cheddar I ever had. Best yeah. was ever at uh, Abe and Louie's in uh, Boston. In Boston, yeah. Uh, and Kathy, clams aren't. Snot. That, that's... Steve said it. That's oh, what okay. I was saying. It's that's like oysters. Oysters are snot. Yeah, clams uh, are a little bit more like more like of, a full blown loogie. But clams are kind of snotty as well. When they're like thin clam chowder, they're a little more firm. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Doctor Mike has started to try to get me yeah. into the uh, like oysters and stuff like that, and then we the the, the uh, bottoms up event. They had like top oyster places, and and so. I guess uh, he recommended just kind of letting it slide down and not, you know, just letting it. Yeah, you don't chew on it. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it, it was okay. I need to give you a little backing on why I hate these things. Um, it's how disgusting my father eats. When we were kids, we would watch my dad <laughs> dig his hand into the sand and pull out a clam, crack it open, and no. eat it while still standing <laughs> in the kidding? ocean. One. Thousand percent. Oh, you ask anyone in my family he who would has just ever eat been clams off the beach. Oh my God! Pull them up, crack it open. Like I mean, we were we would be horrified. He'd do it with mussels too. What do you do with seagulls? <laughs> Somebody who's doing that. Hand me that seagull. Somebody who's doing that is not really enjoying it. I think they're just doing it. For the shock uh, value, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he, it wasn't like it was a big crowd. It was us. It was the family. Go, oh, my God. I could sit here and all day no, and he, eat these. Is no, there, he, is he, there he, a he, risk I, to doing? I mean, obviously, there's, there, there's that's where they're coming. It's where they're coming from anyway. Yeah. But is there any sort of, right? I mean, no, I, is there Preston, a risk? Preston, I think he enjoyed it. He, okay, he, I yeah. mean, I would watch. I remember. All I can, right. like, <laughs> physically see it. He would take another shell. He would scrape it out, make sure he got what, at the time, for me, looked like snot. Yeah. And he would scoop it. Into his mouth. And I could t- and you, I could see your dad doing that just like out of boredom. You know, like he's standing yeah. in the ocean. He's like, "Oh, here's a clam. Yep. I can eat this." Nick, okay. if people would yeah. fall asleep on the beach, he would eat them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Preston. Wow. By the way, which which type of clam chowder did you have this weekend? New England. Okay, I'm a strictly New England guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what are the variations? What are the others? Manhattan clam chowder, which is oh, yes. more of like a tomato. Soup I think based. that's what I had. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the I like the creamy uh, uh, clam chowder. You know what's Marissa? not bad? I'm sorry. Is yeah. uh, the Campbell's. Clam uh, haven't had that. It's pretty good. Okay, Marissa. 
I'm going to recommend to you guys the next time you're heading to the shore, go the back roads and shoot. I forget if it's on 55 maybe, but there's a place called Sweet Amalia's, and they actually have an oyster farm somewhere in, like, the Cape May area. Area. It's the best clam, uh, Manhattan clam chatter I've ever had. Okay. Are they free Are they free range oysters? They are, right off the uh, coast yeah. of Cape May. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. We'll have to try that. Um, so, anyhow, uh, I'm going to double back a second here, and, uh, you know, Kathy's dad reaching into the <laughs> into the ocean and, and pulling out a clam and breaking it out and eating it in front of people might be mildly embarrassing if you're a kid. Uh, and I, it's kind of what I wanted to focus on in this particular conversation. There is a, uh, a news reporter, uh, and he was on location, about ready to do a shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> is I, I guess, he, I don't know if he's fairly new or whatever, but he and the camera person are setting up and uh, this was in Ohio. Uh, his name is Miles Harris, and he was prepping for a live segment, and all of a sudden he's chatting with his cameraman, and they're rolling. They're not live, but they are rolling. Right. And his mom drives up. Oh, my God. And I have a clip to play <laughs> of this as his mom rolls up. Here we go. Where's it cousin? This is my mom. Hold on. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm trying to work right now. You know what? Calling my phone. This is D'Angelo. You can say hi. And don't be holding up traffic because you got cars behind you. All right. <laughs> Did you record that? I love it. I love it. That's very cute. Oh, it's so, so cute. Proud, uh, and so I thought maybe uh, some conversation about uh, when your parents <laughs> would embarrass you, your mom oh, or your man. dad. Uh, and uh, God, there's uh, uh, the world is rife with stories like this. I'm so not exactly like this, but my mom <laughs> does this thing. I finally had to tell her, please stop. Oh, I, yeah. I, yeah, so I, I, I've told you guys about oh, this okay. before, but it, it's, and especially when she would visit here, to yeah. come here to visit me and say we go out to a restaurant and the server comes over to the table and is just doing their job and taking our order. And oh. my mom will go, "Oh, do you listen to the radio? Oh, right. <laughs> oh my God. My son is on the radio. And I'm like, oh, oh. no, please, mom, don't, you yeah. know, and I wouldn't say I'm not her there. son. Yeah, I wouldn't say it then and there, but I'm just like, oh, no, no. Yeah. But it's because she's so this. proud. Uh-huh. I, yes, it's because she's so proud. Like this mom stopping yes. by. Hi, baby. Yeah. <laughs> My son is on the radio. Could we have a price consideration because of that? It's oh just she wants to hear Free clams? that other people, you know, yeah, yeah, listen yeah. to her son or whatever. Except for the server. The, the hard time, the, the thing that I can't quite get to them to understand because my sister would do it too but my mom specifically is that listen yes we have a very popular radio show not everyone <laughs> listens to the show mom mm. and if this person has never heard of me you have officially made it very awkward in this so moment awkward. for me to go I do a radio show. Yeah. Yes, we're on it. Oh, I've never heard of you guys before. Oh, okay, that's okay, great. Cool. Well, listen Sorry, I don't listen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, or, or like when they have to pretend like they do listen. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 I've heard of you. And I always I say, I, and then you, it's okay. It's absolutely fine. I know, but it, it, the damage has been done at that point. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And it just, yeah. it happened over and over yeah. and over and over again. And you finally said something. I did. I'm you like, should, I, I'm like, so. you guys, you can't do this to me. You can't, you can't do this to me because it can be very embarrassing. A good you way know? to nip it in the butt is when the waiter comes over, you jump out first and say, 
I'm going to put my mother in a very bad retirement home. <laughs> There's a TikTok mom who drops her son off to school every day. He's he's a teenager. He is in high school, and she brings a megaphone. And every time he gets out of the oh, car, man. she yells, I love you. Why would she do that? I, I, because she's it, a TikTok mom. TikTok. She wants to put on yeah. TikTok. But, like, now it's become this thing. So the, And the kid just looks at her, and he's like, Mom, not today. Not today, Mom. And then you see him, and he, like, gets out of the car and runs. But, like, you can see the other kids at the school. They know that, like, Mom's going to do this. But just the Simple, simple, like I love you, or a hug and a kiss at a certain age, yeah. um, can be embarrassing. It's like into the into the Spider Verse. Yeah. It's a great scene. And yeah. He's, a, he's yeah. in the co- squad right. car yeah, yeah, yeah. and on the in the intercom, going, "I love you." <laughs> Say it back to me now. Uh, Say I love you. And you know what? He wouldn't have done that if his son just would have shown him a little bit of affection in the car, in the privacy, you know, just between those two. And so he had to teach him a lesson. There's I'll a great Modern that. Family uh, <laughs> a segment where the uh, uh, the mom is with uh, the daughter, you know, and. Uh, She's breaking away to get with her friend. She just wants to dump the mother as quickly as she can. And so the mother's like, yeah, I don't believe this. And she goes, don't forget we're getting a training bra for you later. <laughs> Here's a text that says, I used to practice law in Bucks County, and a DA's mom would come to watch his criminal trials. Oh, we're boy. talking about a man in his 40s here. Oh, that's great. And that's mom adorable. would show up. Marissa? Preston, I just want you to tell Gloria that my mom has picked up for where your mom is. Oh, oh no kidding. Man. She will do that. And I'm not even radio. I'm behind the scenes of your show. Well, Marissa, we got a text. It says, Marissa's mom did that to me at the thrift shop she volunteered oh at. It, it was sweet. That's great. She just has that look and she goes, do you listen to the radio? Oh, yeah. my daughter works with Preston Elliott. But oh, I will let no. you know that every mailman, every barista, every person who shops at, shopped at the hamper shop, it's no longer open. They no, listen to this show. So now, thank you all. Hey, I wouldn't mind as long as I'm not around. Yeah if, yeah, if they want to, if my mom wants to do that and set herself out there, yeah. that's fine. But when I'm sitting right next to her, it's just like, oh, I'm no. sorry, I don't listen to that low grade. <laughs> oh, you guys should yes. you that, guys should barbaric it. imbecilic yes. show. I'm an NPR person. Yeah. You no, know, you, they might throw that at all you. things considered. Yes, you have to embrace your parents doing that. My mom. Remember when my mom said to me one time, like, do you think you'll look for other jobs? I was like. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't. No, I don't really. I don't think so. <laughs> so what? Like uh. this long into the career. So what is your fallback plan? <laughs> no, I'm, so pretty, you, I'm all in on this right now. No, but I will sometimes like, like she's like. So do you like? You still like them? Do you like? You guys all still get along? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh-huh. like, it's been 20 years, mom. I think we're good. Uh, let me go. To, it seems volatile. Let me go to Susan. Hi, Susan. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. How are you guys? Great, Susan. What's up? Um, so my mom taught at the high school where I went, but before that she was a sub and I remember being in eighth grade and walking in and she was my sub and at the very start of class, she's like, does anybody know my name? And everyone's quiet and I'm just like mortified. And she's like, how about you little girl? Do you know my name? Mom, but you guys are Mrs. Freeland. Oh, Susan, we had uh, so a similar situation. I remember years ago, clearly, but it wasn't like the sub was in for like a day or two. She, the the uh, our teacher was sick or giving birth right. or something, so she had her mother teaching us the class for about a month and a half. Wow. Yeah. Oh, God, no, mine was only a day. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It was so awkward. 
All right, thank you, Susan. Princi- I appreciate it. The principal of my high school, um, his son was at the school at, at the time. He he was my year. I graduated with the principal's sons. So I don't know what it was. He was a good kid, so I, I guess it was okay, but I don't know if there was ever an embarrassment. Uh, my know, I'm sure something had to happen. Yeah, no, my sister's a principal or the vice principal and teacher at her high school. Her daughter goes there. Her son's going to go there next year. I don't know if, it's, if that was ever an issue, but she did have my niece in her class, but they have different last names. So. Casey, weren't you weren't you starting to do an embarrassment campaign on your kids for a little while? Wait, campaign? What yeah. do you mean by that? Like you were going to regularly show yeah. up in a bathrobe or something to pick them up? Or... Uh, I think maybe I threatened that. I, there was a there was a point where um, my oldest was starting to get embarrassed by me. She's she's past that now, right? And, when that, and now when she's that like proud of me and stuff. Like, if I may jump in just quickly, yeah. When that happens, <laughs> that has to really. That really has to be a, a sucker punch to it any does. parent, right? Because listen, oh, I yes. used to work ten years ago. My oldest was in kindergarten, and I was a a lunch dad. So yeah. you know, the great thing about our job is that we get done the show early enough that I was actually able to like go be a cafeteria dad, right? And and and. For a little while there, they were excited they that I would go there. It, right? They loved it. It yeah. was the coolest thing. And and also, I got to meet the other classmates and all that. And then after a while, it was uh, like, ah. Like dwindled. Yeah, but so I would do this thing at basketball games. I, and listen, this is a great dad joke. So if anybody out there wants to use this, this is awesome. But when my daughters uh, would do an inbound pass, yeah. okay? So this is just the easiest pass in basketball whatsoever, right? The yeah. referee hands them the ball, then they pass it to, I would yell at the top of my lungs, great pass, right? <laughs> great pass, Casey. And it was funny. Everybody laughed and it's it was just ridiculous. And then they would, they would just go, oh my God, I can't believe this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so but, dumb. but when you when you did just been being a parent becomes yeah. embarrassing to your kids. Not doing something that's kind of obnoxious. Right. Yeah, dude, it it hurts. Yeah, yeah it sucks. Especially like, like, I think like a daddy daughter thing. Well, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, then you move on to what like purposely embarrassing yes. them. That my dad came onto the school bus. Remember in his robe oh, and purposely yes. messed up his hair um, <laughs> because I forgot yeah. my lunch. And he also picked me up from a party um, early because if I were to ever go to a party in high school, my parents would call the house that I was going to. And if somebody didn't answer the phone, she was like, I'm coming to get you. Like, you, you need to know. So, and coming now. My, yeah. So we didn't pick up the phone. And my dad showed up with it, my, uh, it was my best friend's dad and my dad. And they dressed up in my little brother Christopher's um, like dress up. They had like helmets on and swords and oh, like armor. My. I love him. And they came into the party and picked Picked us up like that. That's great. <laughs> this was high school, by the way. Wow. Yeah. That's hard to oh, come that's back from. Good. That. <laughs> that's um, good. There, there, and there's a whole other level of embarrassing your children because you have also, you know, I was yelling the the nice pass at basketball games, but like yelling at referees and stuff like that at games. And yelling stuff the like C word? Not that. Well, that's, a, but, that's an unintentional. I mean, that's that's oh, your, yeah. your parent getting out of control. That's, that's bad news bears. Uh, that's, yeah. that's that's psycho parent thing. That's th- this is just you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're having you're playfully fun. It's like a, that transition you're talking about. Dad's here at school. Yeah. Oh no, Dad's here. That's the it's it's that's a level of embarrassment. Like Kathy's parents <laughs> doing cosplay. That you, yeah. uh, it's hard to get past. Yeah, because I had seen that type of thing a couple times. I don't really want to dwell on that. No, but no, I had no. seen, you know, parents, uh, you know, embarrass their kids by doing something uh, that was 
just mean or or you know or I told you out my, of line. My dad's attire in the winter quite often would be a an, <laughs> an overcoat. With uh, that went down like below his knees. Please tell me he had those little sock suspenders on too, because <laughs> yeah. that really that pushes it great. to another level. Yeah. <laughs> but and then and then boots. It looked like he was a flasher. It yeah. looked exactly like that. And he would show up at school. I remember we we're waiting in, to go on a weekend field trip to go see a movie, and uh, <laughs> we're waiting there, and I forgot something or money. My both my brother and I, you know, to get popcorn or whatever. And he's he's coming up, and everyone's like looking at, oh my god, there's a there's a flasher coming to the school, and I'm like, oh no! All right, we got some good calls coming in. I'm going to Luke. Hi, Luke. You are on the air. Good morning, Luke. Are you there? Hey yo, yo. What's up, Luke? Uh, so um, I'm very man pretty, and when I was 15 (laughs) years old, I became a. model for Amber Crombie. Oh, you'd be one of those dudes who was like shirtless? Uh, Yeah. But when I say model, I just mean like I stood outside of the mall in (laughs) Cherry Hill. Okay. But my mom told everybody he's an Amber Crombie model. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like... So she would walk through the mall and be like, that's my son. That's, my son. Oh. that's great. I love oh. it. Uh, it, it, is, it is wonderful to have a, have that pride and have your parents have that exist. But, I mean, um, yeah, I can see that where that would be embarrassing. Oh, my God. Our, uh, Luke, did, you, did you tell her? She doesn't bring that up at all. Did you tell her to stop doing it? Did, did you ever tell her to stop doing it, Luke? Uh, yeah, of course I did. <laughs> yeah, she didn't. Can you just go to Cinnabon and leave me alone? <laughs> That's right, right, right. All right, thanks, Luke. Appreciate um, it. So my daughter and uh, and Chuck D'Amico, who works here, his daughter, they both worked at a uh, little coffee shop down the shore this summer, and uh, Chuck's wife would go into that coffee shop and embarrass her daughter all the time. Like, how? Uh, you know, it doesn't, for, for a 16-year-old yeah. person, it doesn't take much. It doesn't yeah. take yeah. much. Just if you announce... That that's my baby girl back there. Right, right. Oh, no. It doesn't uh, take much. I'm going to go to Melanie. Hey, Melanie, good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Melanie? Hey, um, so my mom is a local singer-songwriter, and I just want to give her kudos that today I'm so proud of her, and I'm so <laughs> appreciative when she does this, but I wasn't always this way. All right. Um, growing up at some of her shows, she would intentionally pick out songs that were, you know, songs that she'd written for my sisters and I, but she specifically had written me a lullaby that was no mistaken. It was a lullaby. Um, and she would sing it in front of crowds at World Cafe, um, the Bluebird in Tennessee, like some pretty, you know, known places. Would she, point, would she, lullaby. Would she point you out in the audience? Say that again? Would she point you out in the audience or was it just... Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. um, she would call me out if there could have been a spotlight. I'm sure she would have put it on. Um, but she would make sure to tell every single person, especially at the end of the night as we left, that oh, this was my daughter. This is the one I sang about. Uh, is this someone we know? What's her What's her name? If you don't mind giving it. Yeah, not at all. Her name is Liz Ann Knott. Um, I believe her website is lizannott.com, and she is phenomenal. I think she's the best singer in the world. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> but at a certain um, age, you were like, oh, cut it out, Mom. Oh, it was the worst, especially it would come up on XPN on the radio sometimes. <laughs> and, you know, every one of my friends knew about it. So I get phone calls and text messages. Oh, we, we just heard your mom on the radio. We just <laughs> oh. heard your lullaby. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, nice. well, yeah. With you, right, with, thanks, Melanie. Are you, uh, uh, and Casey and uh, Nick, and are, are you? Kids embarrassed uh, when they hear 
you on the radio or There's see people make a fuss about what they, we're not allowed them. to talk about certain stuff. Yeah, I mean, you, know? you kind of respect their privacy to a certain yeah. level, but also, um, I, I, I don't know about you, Casey, with with uh, with your daughter, Casey, but like at fifteen. My son's friends just don't care. Yeah, you know, I, I think that like they did Keep earlier. <laughs> well, yeah, like yeah. It, in high school, it, it to them it doesn't really matter what their parents do. You know, I think right. that they'll reflect on it later in life. But right now, it doesn't seem to impact them one way or the other. The, there, my son has a few friends that uh, listen to the show that have been listening to the show for the a while. Friends do, yeah. Because oh, I, um, I get friends' parents listen to the show. Or, well, or teachers listen, listen as a to the result show. of them being in the car with their parents. Uh, I see. They have, and so I was at his school a couple of weekends ago, and the kid at the because we were there for a play, and the kid that I was getting the, the tickets from, he's like, oh, I listen to you guys all the time. Nice. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. You know, and my daughter's... That sex harness bit was hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and then my daughter's friends are now... <laughs> and so and so that's why I think um, my daughter has sort of come around on it, is that she has friends that are like, hey, that's pretty cool what your dad does. Not oh. like, oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's also interesting, though, I'm oh, sorry, Kat, because our kids know you guys. You know, so my right. son has been the entire his entire life. I've been on the Growing Preston up, and Steve show. Yeah. Right. You know, so like he has this is his this is all he knows. Yeah, what his dad I guess is, it's true. Doing, you know, yeah, yeah. I guess sweet. You guys have a much different uh, situation <laughs> than I do. Uh, I get mocked. We were I told this story before. We were at Target and someone was like, "Oh my God, are you Kathy Romano? I listen to the show every day. I love you guys. Oh, thank you so much." Second, she walked away. Jace looked at me and went, "Oh my God, you can't." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Really." Yeah. Like you're not getting anything, yeah. you're- <laughs> Kathy. One time, I think I told this story before, but we, we went out and uh, we were at a, an outdoor restaurant. I, I ordered dessert, and somebody came up behind me, and uh, they said, "Hey, listen to the show. It's so nice to meet you." And I said, "I was chatting with them for a little bit." Ben used that opportunity to eat my entire dessert. Yes. <laughs> 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 and, it was, and it was it gone. Out. I was like, "All right." Well if, you, if you're talking well about right. your yeah. stuff. if you're talking about restaurants, my dad, it was his thing. He worked for Diners Club for a while, so. We'd going out, you know, one of the early credit cards, if you're not familiar. And so we'd sit down, the waitress or waiter would come over and Four peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, please. Love you, Dad. That's your dad joke. Uh, Let me go to Marina. Hi, Marina. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Marina. It says here you are a prosecutor? Yeah. All right, and we we were just talking about somebody had uh, said that their uh, their their mom comes in for uh, for their cases. Yes, yeah, so mine does too, uh, as will other family members of mine. And I didn't think much of it until the one day when the judge was like, "Oh, who are you here for?" Because most of the people in the courtroom are not just the general public; they're for a case. And I had to stand there and be like, "Oh, that's." That's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in the in the, the spectators, uh, Marina, it's usually people who are somehow tacitly connected to the case, right? Yeah. Right. But do you have people who are who basically consider that like going to the multiplex and can go and and watch? No, I, it's never happened to me. All right. Um, <laughs> but the judge, the judge, so the judge asked, like, oh, what, like, what case are you here for? Because we were almost done. And I had to stand and say, no, that's, that's just my mom. I was helping my daughter fake some evidence last night. Uh, did yeah. did the judge uh, react kind of, did he find it cute? 
Yeah, they, he, yeah. She just laughed. She. Oh, she did. Oh, that's that's awesome, though. That's great that you're doing that, and she's coming by yeah, to watch. She's proud of her yeah. daughter. Yeah. Wow. That, that, yeah, that is great. All right, thank you, Marina. Yeah. All right. Yeah. My <laughs> uncle tries death penalty cases, and oh. I have forever wanted to watch him. Yeah. I want to see him, and he like won't let us. He, yeah. He's like, no, it's too much. It's too stressful. <laughs> it's before we talk about the lethal injection. Uh, my niece is here. She's on the radio. But like, same thing. Like, and it's I, just great to have her here. Now back to the injection. No, but like, I'm so proud of him. Like, yeah. I mean, he he's gotten people off, you know, off of death row that shouldn't that were that should have been on right. death row. Right. No, 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 that were falsely accused. That's I mean, awesome. He had to he had to move out of a state because he got a black man off of death row. Really? Uh, he, they said as soon as this case is over, you have to move. So anyway, that's side story. But like, we as a family, we are so proud of him. I would love to see him try a case, even if it's not that serious. But I could see though you get thrown off your game. I mean, uh, something much less is when you're a performer. When I, I would do stand-up comedy, I, my dad saw me a couple times. Um, but uh, you know, when friends or people are uh, come down, it throws you off your game a bit. And if someone's life is hanging in the balance, I could see uh, where right, you don't want to take right. risks. I'm going to go to. We're talking about parents embarrassing you. Uh, this sounds good. I'm going to go to Debbie. Hey there, Debbie. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Debbie? Hi. Hi. So this is an area that maybe Casey is familiar with. Uh, I was a Fatima girl. Okay. Yeah. Where were you, Glenn Olden? Uh, Briarcliff. Briarcliff. There you go. Yeah. None of us have any ideas. Of me. <laughs> Do you live on Rively Avenue over there? Or? <laughs> so anyway, back when young teenagers around 14, uh, my dad was a township commissioner, and every once in a while, he, he worked with the police closely, and he would every once in a while drive around with the cops in the neighborhood just to, you know, check out things. And at 14, we were walking around the neighborhood just hanging out, and there was probably about 20, 25 of us, and the cop car kind of, like, pulled up alongside of us. And you know how the cops have, the like, the loudspeaker? Yes. Horn yeah, they have a PA, yeah. yeah. So the cop announced with all these kids, is Debbie here in the crowd? And I almost died because everyone turned around and looked at me. And then he said, Debbie, your dad's here in the car. Come over and say hi. And everyone, like, lost it. Oh, I love it. Is Debbie here? We're looking for, she's on a prostitution charge. <laughs> I almost died because I, everyone turned around and just started laughing, and I was just like, oh, I was so embarrassed. And then I was mad. I was like, oh, my God, how could you do this to me? It's hilarious. Yeah. A teenage it's girl. Hilarious. And be uh, embarrassed in, in front of friends? I'll bet you were really pissed off. Oh, my God. I was mad, yeah, because later when my dad came home and I wasn't even, like, talking to him, and he was like, what are you mad at? I'm like, Dad, I'm like, that was so embarrassing. Oh, He's like, I was just saying hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Discreet. Uh, Be it, discreet. Yeah. Hi, Debbie, yeah. thank you. I Debbie, by it. the way, I have uh, two Briarcliff uh, stories. One, I was in love with a Briarcliff girl in high school, and she wouldn't give me the time of day. Look at what oh. you missed out on, baby. Secondly, <laughs> I, broke my, I broke my wrist in Briarcliff as well when I was in college. Oh. <laughs> okay. There you go. Maybe you and your parents oh. can all get together and you can chat this about This morning, it. a revelation <laughs> on the President's Steve Show is Casey Barrios. He broke his wrist. It was a bad one, too, man. He says it was a bad one. I'm going to go to Brian for another call, and we'll stay on topic here. Hey, Brian, good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning, it. What's up, my man? So when I was about 15 years old, like the once a month where dad wasn't working 90 hours that week, he would drop you off at school. Mm-hmm. 
I'm 15. He would roll down the window and yell, Hey, Bri, you forgot to give me a kiss goodbye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. Oh, and would you just turn around and flip him off, or what would you do? <laughs> I would, like, awkwardly laugh and then walk away. Yeah. And then I'd get home that day from school, and he's sitting there laughing his ass off still about it. Oh. And I'm like, I'm going to get you back one of these days. Oh. Now, at 32 years old, I dropped him off at the gym the other day, <laughs> and I yelled out, Dad, you forgot to give me a kiss. Oh, that's excellent. Awesome. Well done, Brian. Thank you. Well done. Uh, Thanks, man. Um, oh. Our friend Meredith just texted me. She said, uh, I was out with my dad once, and he would say to people in front of me, she knows Preston and Steve and Joe Conklin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's funny. All right, Craig Lagans is online. Yo, Craig, good morning. What up, white folks? Hey, man, how you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Um, one of the things my mother loved to do was um, she would come to a bookstore where I, where I worked, and not only because she loved books, but it was she was also there to remind the other customers if they liked me that she was the one that got me the job. Uh, <laughs> she was boasting about getting you the job at the bookstore. Yes, um, I was engaged with one customer because we both liked the same books. And she goes, yeah, it's great. Well, yeah, well, this is my son. And, you know, I saw him sitting on his ass watching TV for nothing but hours and hours. So I said, you need to get a job. So all the customer service up because of me. Oh, that's that's great. That's awesome. That's funny. Uh, all right. Thanks, Craig. Have a good weekend, man. We'll see you. Thank you. All right. There was a call up here earlier, and uh, they're, they're not on anymore. But they say that uh, their mom would embarrass him regularly when they would go out to eat and would tell would talk to the server and tell him, oh, he's such a picky eater. He won't, you know, and going on and on about that like every single time that yeah. they would go out to eat. Yeah. And that's just mom's indirect way of nagging at him to try to eat. That's, you know, a, that's a Beverly Goldberg if, you know, from the series. Yeah. That's exactly how, you know, she's depicted. Uh, let me go to Keith. Hey, Keith, good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy, what's up? Uh, a few years back, I had uh, run out of some allergy medication, and my father was on the same prescription, so I asked him if I could borrow a few. Oh, no. He, he obliged and gave me the medication. I went to work, threw one in my mouth, as always, and about two hours into my shift, I realized I had a bit of a sinus headache, and I kind of felt lightheaded. And then I called my dad, and I asked him what kind of medicine he gave me because I told him I wasn't feeling too well, and he just started dying laughing on the phone. <laughs> That's when he told me that, unbeknownst to me, he gave me some of his new Cialis. And <laughs> oh, my God. He gave, you, he gave you Cialis. He gave me Cialis. So I went to work, and for pretty much the duration of the afternoon, I had to sit at my desk and ask people to get stuff off the top. Because you had a boner. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and my, he, he laughed about that and brought it up. Man. Talk about a unique way to embarrass your child. I'm going to a boner at work. That's a little indirect, but yeah. uh, wow. Okay. And for, and for years afterwards, he would still bring up the story and remind people who, in case they had not heard the story. Oh, so he would tell people this story. Okay. Oh, this was one of his crowning achievements. I <laughs> right, think. right. Giving you ED pills. God. You right. have a massive erection. <laughs> nice, Keith. Thanks for sharing. We appreciate it. All right, one more, and then we got to take a break. I'm going to go to uh, Kevin. Hey, Kevin, good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. By the way, that is a ringtone now. Yeah. People were asking about that. Yes. And there's a few other things if you, you like get it. get the Yoo-Hoo tune and a few other things. Uh, what's going on, Kevin? How much? How are you guys? Good. All right. What's your story, bud? 
So my father used to come down when I was a child, or when I had my friends over, and he used to poop with the door open while smoking a cigarette. While smoking a cigarette. Smoking a cigarette while other kids are there. Yes. <laughs> you get arrested for that yeah. nowadays. Yeah, right? yeah. You're, you're you're exposing yourself. Wow. Yeah. He just didn't Nobody care. Back then, but, yeah, um, and apparently he didn't care either. You know what? My friend's dad used to do that too. <laughs> just door open. Door open. Smoking. Smoking a cigarette. Oh Kid door you not. Open. Bubba Martin was his name. My friends weren't there, but. Dude, wow. uh, Kevin, like, I also think a lot of guys who went through the military, you know, uh, 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 I'm going right here. They get you, you get used to it, you know, yep. in front of other yep. people. Wow. Yep. Did, did you ever tell him stop doing that, Kevin? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he didn't uh, care. He didn't care. I've uh, got a poop. Uh, yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to play that audio one more time, Casey. Yeah, this yeah. We got this whole conversation started. A, a TV reporter was setting up for a shoot. It wasn't live on the air, but the camera was rolling. And as he's there, his mom drives by, and they catch it. <laughs> is it because of This is my mom. Hold on. Uh-uh. Hi, baby. <laughs> Hi. I'm trying to work right now. You know what they're calling my phone. This is D'Angelo. You can say hi. And don't be holding up traffic because you got cars behind you. <laughs> I love her. I love her, I love her so much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So best. proud. Yep. All right. Well, listen, we're going to take a break. we got some guests joining us. We're going to have uh, Moses Storm is going to be at the Helium Comedy Club this weekend. And Mina Starziak uh, from the show Good Bones will be on because she's going to be at the Philadelphia uh, home Garden Show that's going on. Do we have some tickets I can we, give away Actually, real quick? yeah. Um, they have the winter sheet over right. there. Yeah, we'll take uh, callers 5 and 6 at 215-263-WMMR, and you will get to go to the Home and Garden Show. Uh, and uh, you can save on tickets at phillyhomeandgarden.com. It is at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks. We'll be back in a moment. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Savings are in bloom at Acme. Get four times reward points with your Acme for You app. Look for the specially marked tags on participating items throughout the store and redeem your Acme rewards for free grocery items. Or save up to a dollar per gallon on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Look for your savings in bloom bonus reward points only at Acme. Now and now through April 28th. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. Download the Acme app or visit acmemarkets.com for more details. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, what movie is the clam chowder clip from? What's the password? New England clam chowder. Is that the red or the white? I can never remember that. White? Let's see if we get the answer. We're going to go to uh, Zach. Hey, Zach. Good morning, sir. Good morning. All right, Zach, what movie? Ace Ventura Pet Detective. That is correct, sir. Hang on the line. We're going to give you a case of Stella Artois. Savor the moments in the life Artois. Enjoy Stella Artois at Great American Pub in Wayne. And let's celebrate with a No Sad Bro Friday. Yeah.
wish I could scream like that. Oh, it's so good. This does not happen, but thank you, Froggy. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by Natural Lawn of America. Safer for your lawn, kids, and pets. And you can schedule their full-service program and get free seating every year. Call 800-FREE-SEED. Natural Lawn of America, greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. Closed-circuit TV cameras captured the revolting moment a lawyer in the U.K., allegedly was injecting grocery store food with his own blood. Uh, The footage, which was presented to jurors at court on Tuesday, shows the 37-year-old defendant, uh, Leoa Elgarib, apparently sticking syringes into apples, chicken fillets, and ready-to-eat meals at a Sainsbury supermarket. Uh, Blasting food with blood... Was he anywhere near the Pop-Tarts, Preston? No, he was not. Thank God. Uh, So it was just the tip of the iceberg at Sainsbury's. He uh, allegedly threw eggs at both staff and customers and pushed a security guard in the chest. And then the mayhem wasn't confined to the indoors. As Al Garib had uh, accused, uh, he was accused of chucking an empty needle at a National Health Services surgeon outdoors, hitting her in the chest. He was finally detained outside of a bar after allegedly picking up a potted plant and heaving it through an open doorway. So what was the purpose of this? We don't know. A total of 21 syringes were recovered from the bloody crime scene. Meanwhile, as a precaution, the impacted stores were forced to throw away and restock food before reopening, which resulted in costs being lost in the in the neighborhood of, like... Half a million dollars. It was like a ridiculous. Just get rid of the whole inventory. Get rid of everything because they didn't know what all he uh, damaged. Uh, So at a hearing, a psychiatrist said that uh, El Garib had felt as if he was living in a Truman Show simulation. The doctor added that the man also believed that he had a device planted in his brain and hoped that his rash behavior would alert the real police to his predicament. And and did that turn out to be true? He has pleaded not guilty on the counts. We'll have to wait and find out. All right, don't drool while you're robbing houses in New Jersey or don't spit or lick on, lick things either because you might get arrested thanks to a DNA match. The New Jersey State Police said Wednesday they arrested an alleged burglar after finding his saliva on the stairs of a Burlington County home. He was licking the stairs? They don't know how it got there, but uh, William Clifford faces burglary and fencing charges for allegedly stealing the copper piping from the home's basement. While investigating the theft, troopers discovered the spit in question. He may have just spit. Okay. Investigators. It seems weird to lick steps. Collected a sample and found a match to Clifford in a national database. He was subsequently arrested after providing another DNA sample. And it was not immediately clear how his saliva ended up on the stairs. But, yeah, that's Good. how they got him, man. Yeah. Uh, a brazen but idiot Florida shoplifter was caught on video awkwardly stealing a crossbow by stuffing it down his pants. <laughs> like I'll how, put the crossbow in my pants. How is that even possible? Well, to me, it would stand out. Darren Durant could be seen on security footage in the aisle of a True Value store trying to stuff the large Raven Rio bow in front of his sweatpants which barely hold around his hips. I'm surprised and, True Value has crossbows. And did little to hide his bulge. It's in Florida. You can get yeah, a crossbow yeah. pretty much anywhere. Uh, the handle of the crossbow is visibly poking out of the waistband as the shoplifter makes his getaway. Uh, and Sheriff Wayne Ivey called the alleged thief one of the world's dumbest criminals in a social media post. 
Store workers had noticed two of the bows had been stolen and checked surveillance footage and saw a man steal a pair of cutting tools off a shelf, then cut zip ties off of the crossbow. A video shared on social media shows the man identified as Durant walking around the corner of where the crossbows were displayed with the bow in one hand and a prop clutch, uh, crutch in the other. Uh-huh. He casually rested on the single crutch and he put the bow in his pants and barely concealed it with his jacket. Uh, he then picks up the crutch and limps away with the bow, which lists for about $1,300. He should attach the crossbow to the crutch. And then put his arm over the bow part. There you go. Make it look like an elaborate crutch. Yep. Do I have to think of everything? It was found in a parking lot of a nearby Walgreens by a sheriff's deputy days later. All right, and then finally, uh, one more story for you. Let's go with this one. Another England story and another blood story. Police Uh are searching for a man seen emptying a plastic bag full of blood (laughs) on the ground in Reading Town Center. Guy's just carrying around a bag of blood. Yeah. Uh, officers were called to quantities of blood at around 7 a.m. on Tuesday. Video captured the man walking on Broad Street carrying a white plastic bag with a quantity of liquid inside. He was then seen emptying it onto the ground outside. How long can you keep a plastic bag full of blood in your car and uh, have it still be usable? The <laughs> area was cordoned off for forensic investigation and test and currently ongoing to find out where the blood came from. Officers have confirmed the liquid on the ground is blood and are trying to determine the nature of it. They have said that there had been no suggestion of an injured person presenting at a local hospital or several hospitals. Parker Brunt, owner and manager of Wolf Italian Street Food, whose uh, footage captured the incident, said he watched the extremely unusual footage with a police officer after arriving at work. He said, we both found it very strange. It was an extremely unusual thing to see. And it's always sunny. Charlie keeps a a bucket of his blood. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. Just in case he needs it. Might be a stupid question, but is it human blood? Do we know? I don't think we know yet. Okay. Uh, He said, I wouldn't have wanted to see an assault or anything like that, but at least it would explain what happened rather than the open-ended question most people are asking now. Why do you have a bag full of blood? You should never, like, take some Somebody for a ride and say, "Hop in the back seat. Just move those, ba- you know, bags of blood. Yeah. It's just, it's not something you drive around with." All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. We're going to talk to Moses Storm, who's yep. going to be at Helium Comedy Club when we return. Stay there. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's local shots. That's right. And this month's band is Pawn Shop Roses. Shop Roses, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, Philly. All right, thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nick, why did you do that right as we're about to welcome our next guest? <laughs> I thought it was a pretty funny clip of him. On his Instagram who is it? It's Moses. It's Moses. Who we're going to yeah. talk to. He's got breadsticks on his fingers. On <laughs> dude, that threw me off. Sorry. All right, we'll, we'll maybe we'll dive into that. His uh, comedy special, <laughs> Moses Storm Trash White, is available on HBO Max. He did Helium Comedy Club tonight. Tomorrow, please welcome Moses Storm hey! to the show. Hey, man. Thank you so much for having me. I'm on the all-bread cleanse right now. <laughs> I I had not seen this video, and Nick pulled it up on the monitor to my left right as we're going to <laughs> you and to explain 
What were you at? Uh, were you at um, uh, Olive Garden? Garden or something? Because yeah. it looks like that. Okay, so he took the breadsticks and stuck them on each one of his fingers, <laughs> like a, like a like a starch uh, Freddy Krueger. That's yeah. a sight gag I'm in on yeah. all the way, man. Oh my god, I have to do that next time I'm there because you get all you want. They'll keep bringing them to you, so why not do all ten of them? They said it was endless. They said it was endless. So why wouldn't you do that? Oh I love the the people, uh, Moses, who go to those places, and you know they're, they're drawn to the what they they'll say the bottomless coffee or the endless supply, yeah. and you know it's not endless. That there will be an end at some point. Also, that's not a great incentive for food, in that it never <laughs> stops. No one ever asks, "Is it good?" It's like, yeah, there's you could have endless diarrhea. That doesn't make <laughs> right. You make a good point because th- that's never the consideration. Is that I don't if it's horrible food, I don't care the amount I'm getting. Uh, and but yet I, some people are drawn to that notion. Uh, in in the uh, in the pandemic, a lot of businesses pivoted to be like, oh, we're we're delivering. Denny's was my favorite because Denny's commercials were it's open. That was it. <laughs> that was the barrier for entry. It's just yeah. like a shelter. Right. <laughs> They're open is the big selling However, point. I do remember in my early 20s, though, more bang for your buck as far as food went. If you could if you could spend oh, yeah. a little bit of money and just be able to gorge on all the food you could, we were always all in on that. So, but, you know, <laughs> don't do that. Absolutely way to admit you had a drinking problem all in one sentence <laughs> <laughs> did you have any lean time food hacks at certain places because i remember years ago and i think roy rogers and arby's put an end to it but people would go bring bread and go to the uh the fixins station and make sandwiches right there oh yeah uh we grew up very poor so we would dumpster die for food uh, growing up Anytime the grocery store throws out something that's expired or is about to expire, uh, we ran out of food stamps. So, yeah, there's if you call that a food hack, sure. <laughs> food stamps is a food hack. Well, yeah, well, we, yeah it's a raccoon food hack. <laughs> but it is weird now growing up that way. So now since I have eaten from the trash before, I can't complain at restaurants. <laughs> like if something's a little off, if there's a hair... In my food, it just feels odd once you have eaten from the dumpster. I can't be picky anymore. I can't. Right. It's like you eat garbage. The hair is the <laughs> that is in. Oh, my God. What? Okay, so what would be worse, finding a little bit of, uh, of a hair in your food? Or what I can't stand is if you're eating seafood and a little bit of sand gets in uh, your mouth. Huh. I don't know which I would uh, care. I don't want to taste the work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> don't remind me where this came from. Uh, so are you? So as far as now, I think we we talked about this. You were pretty much you were raised like on a on a on a bus, right? Like a, was was that it, or was that an apocryphal story? No, that that's uh, that's a true thing. So we were, uh, yeah, we lived in a bus growing up. You can hit a lot more dumpsters that way. <laughs> uh, yeah. So my parents were were missionaries, and uh, they were they would travel all around uh, trying to spread the word of something that they made up. Oh, my God. Crazy. Can't believe we did that. But seven of us were all jammed into a bus that they converted themselves. 
And it's not like the HDTV show versions of a bus where it's like, oh, cute, this bed folds up to a shelf. It was just a hot diesel tube that they forgot to insulate. Oh, my God. But you, so you, you, you've, you've gotten this ability to pretty much eat anything and not have any complaints. Mm-hmm. I assume yeah. then there's really no place you can't live if you've lived that way growing up. Oh, yeah. I mean, you hear comedians all the time complain about the travel, getting up, with the hotels off. Everything is like, this is great. The <laughs> fact that hotel room where the foundation is in wheels, oh, I'm doing great. <laughs> as long as it won't roll away. Hey, so, I, you know, when you said that, I just kept, I'm thinking of that movie Captain Fantastic. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Have yeah. you um, I mean, they, they didn't live on a bus, but they, they lived in the woods. And uh, I, I, was it, did any of that seem reminiscent to the way you were brought up? I get jealous of that movie. I look at that <laughs> that's supposed to be sold as like, these guys are living a hard life off the grid. They had a great, oh my God, well, the bus ran. That was great. It actually, <laughs> and they went to school. I've never done that. They kind of, you know, were had some education. Uh, they were foraging. I know our, ours was much more hectic and uh, bouncing around. It was just like someone that shouldn't be in a bus. I think with Captain Fantastic, <laughs> a great movie that uh, uh, the, I think three of us have seen that. It's me, you, and then the producer. <laughs> <laughs> No uh, man, that was that was up for like an Oscar. I think it, a lot of people. It's a have good seen movie. It. It's it's a couple people recommended uh, to it. I want to change. Go ahead. All the Oscar movies are, are movies that no one has watched. <laughs> that's, that's true. I want to ask. Speaking of movies and changing gears a little bit, you're in the Charlie Day movie, uh, El Tanto. Uh, do we know a release date on that? Um, well, it should be this summer. I, all I know is I got payment already, and, and uh, Charlie Day just paid me in a, a bucket of his blood. Said, <laughs> You're gonna need this someday. Um, yeah, we don't we don't have that yet. But that was an insane that was an insane shooting process because it's been shooting over the course of two years now, and uh, it's it's Charlie Day and he's so funny. And, uh, and I grew up watching obviously it's always sunny. And to be a lot of our scenes take uh, place in a car, just a convertible. Uh, like an old like fifties convertible. I'm forgetting the car. Car heads are gonna hate me for that, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, just driving around with him on the streets of Los Angeles filming this movie has been, uh, it feels like a fever dream. I was reading uh, about, <clears throat> you know, and, and and they've had Guillermo del Toro on the um, uh, on the show a couple of times. And uh, uh, he, you know, he talks about directing and the whole thing. And the cast, the amount of cameos in this cast, they're pretty amazing. Who else did you work with besides Charlie or was it exclusively with Charlie on the film? Uh, no. I mean, so many people. Ken Jeong, uh, Kate Beckinsale. I taught Ray Liotta how to use AirDrop on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> we were all in this theater scene together, and I'm pretty sure, I mean, it's Ray Liotta. He's a legend, so I, I'm pretty sure he thought that I was just a production assistant. Um. But he would just hand me phone, I can't figure this out. And I was like, oh my God, that's the guy from the Chantix commercial. <laughs> 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 I think so. We 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 might have brought this up last time, but we we're kind of laboring under the impression that he has like eyeliner tattooed or something on. Does he? It's something, right? It's not eyes that you. Yeah, it does look like uh, there's permanent eyeliner around his eyes. I mean, they're beautiful. <laughs> Because he plays all these gangster roles, he plays these tough guys, and you know, middle-aged men have trouble quitting smoking. 
iconic roles. And uh, yeah, he's got these beautiful eyes. <laughs> just surrounded by Sarah. Yeah, it's weird. It's very, it's very weird. But uh, yeah, so so with, with that, and I mean, doing doing the work on a movie, and you've done other stuff as well, and you you know uh, other projects. Um, was that fairly consistent throughout the pandemic or, um, you know, what was that few and far between? Because there were some people who were doing stand-up who were able to kind of piecemeal and do things together throughout that period of time, but others just did film work and other stuff like that. How did your schedule break out throughout the past two years? It was odd. Most stand-up stopped. So uh, a couple weeks ago, I put out my first uh, HBO hour-long comedy special so that meant that for the past two years when we're in this lockdown i still had to tour i still had to go out there in the least ideal situations i've done drive-in shows where you perform your jokes for a bunch of kia sorrentos and if they like every comedian's dream they haunt you yeah that's gotta feel great uh zoom shows and everything has been less than ideal and i remember the last time that i was performing at helium because i was still trying to set up the hour to tape for hbo uh i i was here during the two days where the eyes of the world were on philly in november because everyone was waiting on the election results waiting on the vote so i was walking around the streets i hadn't been here in a while walk into the club and the streets are lined with the national guard there's this tense atmosphere most of the businesses are boarded up and I remember walking into the club being like, this is the worst time <laughs> to perform stand-up comedy. Then I woke up this morning, you turn on the news, and they're like, hey, World War Three has started. <laughs> I've yet to perform in an ideal situation. Well, that certainly is a litmus test for effective comedy, though, uh, right? So, I mean, you... you Take whatever reaction you get and then, to be more realistic, amplify it by at least a half or three quarters because that's probably what it would be in a perfect scenario. So I think any anything you're doing is going to be a success. Oh, yeah. I mean, with you would think that that's the worst type of show to come to when everything is so tense. But no, I think the shows are better when there's there's all this, this struggling, all the strife. Some of the funniest things come from those moments of my life. So if the entire globe is going through that, like last night, incredible. Since I just put up the first hour, uh, you have to rebuild. You have to start all over again and material, all new stuff. That's what all these shows are. So there's a lot of crowd work, a lot of interaction. You know, talk to the really. you know, it's interesting is because there's, there's some comedians who can sort of build and reform. And, and uh, I remember like, you know, Stephen Wright years ago came on the scene or, or Mitch Hedberg and, you know, or Dennis Miller even like to the, 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 the period and phrasing exactly the same, you know, like. And so when they burned off an hour, it was got there was no way to reclaim it because. I mean, it was so precise, um, and I, I think you know it must be hard to lock yourself into that. You, 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 your, your style. I think you can roll and morph things and concepts a little more easy. Would that be correct to say? Yeah, I mean that's a great observation. Stand up has changed for a lot of the younger guys, where you can't just refine an act and keep doing that same material for ten years because of the internet right stuff just out there the turnover rate for stuff is much faster you watch something like saturday night live and it's like oh that was already on twitter eight <laughs> days 
that same joke. So every if you're a comedian now, you have to write ten times more. You have to stay more current. The the shelf life uh, on on jokes is, is so perishable that it would already be in the dumpster that we ate from. <laughs> yes, <laughs> next to the bus. Yeah, yeah next to the bus. <laughs> Which, by the way, our bus looked like a dumpster. It looked like a, the world's largest dumpster. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wow. Uh, well, listen, Moses, we're excited that you are back in town and. Uh, uh, the shows are 7.30 and 10 o'clock tonight and tomorrow night. And I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to check out, hopefully this weekend, uh, your HBO Max uh, special because uh, we're, we're fans of yours and it looks like it's great. It's called Moses Storm Trash White. And you'll be able to check that out on now. But, dude, have a great time in Philadelphia and hopefully next time we'll have you right here in the studio with us, okay? Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Appreciate it. It's here for Moses Storm, guys. Go see him at Helium Comedy Club. We need to take a break. As we take a break, I'm, you know what? I'm going to give away something right now. Oh, okay. oh, you know what? I didn't do a chowder. I didn't do a chowder. Oh, chowder. Okay. Let's do, do a Let's do a chowder. <laughs> Today's Nestor Clam Chowder Day. What clip is this from? Listen, I don't care what you say. Chlamydia is a soup. It's, it's my opinion. I can have that if I'd like. You don't have to argue. I've seen it on the grocery store shelves. Yes, I know that clam chowder is not a disease. Don't argue with me about it. I don't care if you are a doctor. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know what movie that is from. We'll get an answer when we get back. We also have a guest joining us, uh, Mina Starziak. Uh, is from the show Good Bones. We'll return in a moment. Stay with us. The summer concert season begins with the MMRBQ. Saturday, May 21st at Waterfront Music Pavilion. Eight bands. A day filled with friends and music. We love you. Thank you. Starting at 25 bucks. Starring <laughs> Disturbed. It's just another way to die. The Pretty Reckless. Take me down. Just put death by rock and roll. Royal Blood. Living color. Plus, get up close with Low Cut Connie. Crowbot. Lilith Czar. And Jackson's local shots artist, Huxley. More details at WMMR.com. MMRBQ 2022. Everything that rocks your summer. As you were doing traffic, Kathy, I took a big sip of water, and then before I swallowed it, I banged my elbow really oh, hard. Oh, oh, oh no. I had a mouthful of water, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're looking for someone to name this clam chowder clip because it's National Clam Chowder Day. Listen, I don't care what you say. Chlamydia is a soup. It's, it's my opinion. I can have that if I'd like. You don't have to argue. I've seen it on the grocery store shelves. Yes, I know that clam chowder is not a disease. Don't argue with me about it. I don't care if you are a doctor. All right, let's uh, go to the phones. I have Andy. Good morning, Andy. Listen, I don't care what you think. What happened? Yoo-hoo. I think that one broke me. Andy, what movie is that from? It's from a ladies' man. Ladies' man, yes. Absolutely correct. Hang on a second. Uh, oh, what were we giving him? Uh, you know what? I'm what? sorry. You it tell is, me. M- it was montage. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, do, the montage right. event that's coming up. It's Mountain Fest uh, that is happening, and we're going to give him tickets to that, and that comes with the 
uh, lift tickets and, uh, you oh, know, man. stuff. Tickets to the concert, right? I don't have the info sheet. Don't worry about it. Full lease to the mountain? Full ownership of the mountain? Yeah, so the Verve Pipe and uh, Spin Doctor is going to be there, and uh, we'll set you up with lift tickets to ski, snowboard, and tube all day. General admission to the concert cool. as well. Fireworks display afterwards, and that is going to be Saturday, March 5th. Tickets and VIP packages are on sale now. MontageMountainResorts.com to get all of the details. Uh, well, we're waiting to see if we're going to have uh, Mina uh, from uh, Good Bones on or not. Uh, I have a couple of shard outs I can definitely yes. do. I actually got a phone call request for a shard out. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a voicemail, which you just don't really get that many. Did really. you hold for the president? Uh, no, it was uh, Stephen Hall wanted to make sure that we wished his daughter Megan Hall Happy birthday with a shard out. She turns 29 years old today. So there's a shard out from Megan Hall from your dad, Stephen Hall. Oh, and a congratulations uh, in order to a uh, former close friend of the president. Steve showed she did a bunch of stuff with us, including uh, being in our calendar as well. Yes. Sarah Harley yeah. is getting married. Yeah. Today, right? Yeah, her husband-to-be, his name is Brendan, and all of Brendan's... Uh, Friends are listening right now. Apparently, uh, Sarah and Brendan are staying right across the street. They're at the Marriott, right down on City Avenue. No way. Uh, what with the her. F? Yeah, but uh, Sarah's <laughs> great. We miss having her as an intern. She was an awesome intern and production assistant. Uh, and talented, beautiful, yeah. funny, uh, just a, a cool person. Yeah. Well, she, and she has been up in New York for a while. She has, right? yeah. uh-huh. But the wedding is down here. So congrats to Sarah and to Brendan. <laughs> yeah, good uh, for you guys. We had uh, There are two of my favorite moments on this show were with Sarah. One is when we... Um, Threw her in a, a trash can and then plowed her into right. the side of a car. With uh, a fire hose. With a fire hose. Yes. Yeah. That was at the camp out for hunger. Uh, and then the other one, when we did the speech jammer. Uh, we did that. Oh, yeah. We did the speech jammer. And I can't find the audio. Oh, man. Yeah, and she what? was great. She did it. And, and just, you know. It's hard. It's hard to yeah, do. Yeah. The speech jammers is uh, headphones and uh, you put headphones on, you speak into a microphone, and then it delays the signal coming back to you, and it's really hard to speak. But she was really, really funny on that. So congratulations, Sarah. All right, I have a couple other shout-outs, right. uh, and we'll hold on to those yeah. because okay. our guest is on the line, so we'll do that now. Uh, she is going to be appearing at the Philadelphia Home and Garden Show, which is this weekend. She'll be there Saturday, I believe, uh, but it's at the Expo Center in Oaks. Uh, great show on HDV, HGTV called Good Bones, and she and her mom star, and amongst other people yes, as well, but she, yes. she and her mom are the stars. Please welcome Mina Starziak. This morning. Hey, Hello. Mina. How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Wonderful. Uh, we, we are fans of your show, so thank you for coming on this morning, which is great. Thank and you for having me. I appreciate too, it. It's great that you guys are doing this all in Indianapolis, but we wish you'd come and work on some projects here in <laughs> Philadelphia sometime. Do you think you guys will ever get out of your out of your hometown? I get asked that all the time, and I would love for someone to like fly me somewhere cool that had all the money in the world <laughs> and could hire fancy contractors and put me up, but it's hard enough finding good contractors in an area you know. So going somewhere you don't know, you're really, really going to pay a premium for whatever contractor you get or we we would feel comfortable right. getting. Um, so it's just, it's it's a little more cost prohibitive, I think, yeah. than people think through. You know, it's funny is I, I, we've sort of over the years, we've become jaded because a lot of the production companies that were doing do-it-yourself television 
were out of this area. Yes. So a lot of the work being done was in this area, and that sort of dried yeah. up a bit. Yeah, trading spaces <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, bad, bad, bath, and all of that. Like, like they have serious. That's where Jeff Devlin. Yeah, at the get go of this, of this, you know, what, what is now turning into this massive industry. A lot of it was coming out of Philly. Well, Nancy yeah. Glass Productions, Nancy was Glass Productions, Banyan Productions yeah. as well. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, and where where are you? Who produces your show, by the way? Um, well, so ITV bought High Noon, um, okay. so it's ITV, but High Noon was our original company. Okay. Uh, well, that's cool, man. You guys do such yeah. a great job. You and your mom, I, I want to know where, does this come from your mom, what you do? Did she start getting in this? Because I don't know your guys' history and how you began in this world. I mean, it is super random. She's an attorney. My dad's a surgeon. Um, I, I don't know. It kind of all, like, it was a slow snowball effect, so... I started working for my the guy that owned the house I lived in in college, and he owned a, I don't know like fifty properties. Um, and I was I would do like the move in move out reports, and I would see all these crappy college homes. And my house, as soon as I moved in, it had been split into an over under duplex. And I asked if I could take the wall out um, that was in closing the staircase. So I, I did that, and 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 then like you know I, I built my bed in my room. Um, and I think just being exposed to all the project houses in college maybe um, you know lit a fire under me. Well, you know what? I guess so. My wife is is that way. She will she will see. Okay, there's just a certain number of steps you need to follow, and you can get this done. I can look mm-hmm. somewhere and find out, and you know YouTube is obviously a great source for that. I can find out what the steps are to get this done, and just do it myself. I don't have that. In, in my life. Thank God I married a woman yeah. who does. Uh, but is that kind of your mindset, which is like, hey, all you got to do is follow steps and you can do this? Yeah. I mean, I think for the most part, that's rings fairly true. I mean, there are some things that are just you have the talent for it or you don't like mudding drywall or painting. Like anyone can paint. You might suck at it, right. but you can do it. Right. Uh, I wanted to ask you because you, you know, talking about uh, contractors. Um, and it's a, it's a fine line to walk with looking for the right person to help you out with your job. And, uh, we, we've been doing some, some renovations and things and, and thank God my wife is handling that because she's great at that <laughs> stuff. But what, what steps do you recommend that you take? Cause we have all heard the horror stories yes. about somebody yeah. who halfway finishes a job or they change the price point on you and all this stuff. What, what do you need to do to ensure that you're getting uh, involved with uh, somebody who's legitimate and, yeah. and can do what you want done? I mean, one of the big things that I did learn from my mom being an attorney is that good contracts make for good relationships. <laughs> and I think a lot of people that don't know or they're doing their first bath renovation, they have a contract and the line item is bath renovation, eight grand. And they sign it and they put a deposit down. But what does that mean? It's so open for interpretation. So it's demo tile wall, remove tub base, replace tub base, move plumbing, reinstall sheetrock, install one by four subway tile in a herringbone pattern, like line that all out. Um, And if you can convince your contractor to tie the final payment to a certain deadline, um, where after they don't hit that, the amount they get paid kind of tears down, Mm -hmm. um, I would recommend it. It's they, they kind of have the upper hand. Oh, right I, now, I, but... think, I think that's genius. I mean, and yeah. to do that, we we luckily do that. We've had a good run of of reputable people, but that that is an important thing. And I think more often than not, when you see consumer affairs reporters on local TV going after someone, it's because they had that kind of agreement. I will fix mm-hmm. this. Here's how much it costs. Signature, and they don't yeah. know what they were getting into. Yeah. 
exactly. Well, so I want to ask, do contractors curse you and uh, the... Uh. Uh, uh, um, anybody else uh, from like good home, or, I mean, um, uh, hometown or uh, fixer upper? Because you now have a more informed <laughs> consumer, uh, you know, people that like myself and my wife who uh-huh. we will watch HGTV for like an entire day. Uh-huh. It'll just be on <laughs> on all like all day Saturday, and I love these shows. Uh-huh. And and so, but as a result. We feel like we know more, right? And contractors well, probably hate that. I think it's twofold. The things that I get grief from from contractors is one is I'm in the Midwest. So our prices are very different from if you're going to be on one of the coasts or, I mean, or really anywhere other than the Midwest. Um, so people think they should all get those prices. Uh, and the second thing that I get from them is because a house that took me six months to do is edited down to 42 minutes. It makes it all look really easy. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's just not. So um, I'll tell you this. That, that's a big part. My uh, my brother-in-law and, and did, has done most of the work on, on my house. And um, uh, he's a contractor. And he actually likes these shows and shows like yours because it gives people a better understanding of what they're paying to have done, how much work is involved, how much planning, and all of mm-hmm. that stuff. And, he, and, and his takeaway is that... A better informed consumer is going to appreciate work and appreciate good work. And that's yeah. the difference. I mean, and it's so nice now. You could get on Google and say um, average price per square foot for floor installation in Philadelphia. And it will tell you what yeah. that range is. Indeed, the framing labor only range is 5 to $10 a square foot. If you're adding materials to that, you're going to be 15 to 30 Like. That's just all readily available for people now. So they they can get a bid and be like, you know, I actually did my research. Can you explain to me why yours is so different? Right. And, you and are, maybe they have a good reason. You are so much better today. You know so much more. It's it, it's really been great to watch you and, and your mother evolve over the years just because of what you guys have been doing time and time again. And I got to say, like, like I said... I love these shows. I love Good Bones. I love Fixer Upper. I love Hometown. I love Property Brothers. You know, and, um, you know, even Love It or List It, right? But what works for you guys is the relationship first, right? So you and your mother have this, like, great relationship. And, and you know, the, the Gaineses and the Napiers, like, you guys have... And so, in addition to what you guys are doing in the house, these transformations that you guys do, the relationships that you guys have really, you know... I think it's the glue that holds it all together. Oh, yeah. I mean, anyone, there's, there's, it's a dime a dozen for people who are renovating homes and doing amazing renovations. I think our team, um, people have really gotten invested in like the stories and our lives and our like personalities. I mean, people have seen me get engaged, get married, have a baby, not have a baby because of infertility, then have another baby, have a tummy tuck. Like, <laughs> it's just, they're like, we're all part of each other's lives. Yeah. Hey, you know what else is part of the glue? You're all really good-looking people. Yeah. That doesn't hurt. And, and leads, which leads me to my question, because we, like Casey, we'll, we'll leave it on all day long, you know, on a weekend. Uh-huh. And, and it's just kind of, you know, you're going about your business, doing your, doing your stuff in your house, your projects, and that just kind of stays on. You can come in and take a break and sit and watch for a while. But anyhow, uh-huh. but yes, I do get caught up in the good-lookingness, if that's a word. <laughs> of the, There's of, something for everyone on our show. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask, do you have, you know, quote-unquote groupies? Do you have, as do, do people get a little bit creepy about, you know, I have being one fans? guy that regularly messages me about my toes. Sorry. My husband has a lot of groupies, <laughs> both male and female. 
Um, what about mom? Corey and Tad have a very large male fan base, okay. um, as well as female. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's um, it's a, the, the people that are HGTV people are um, passionate and um, yeah. What, what about your mom? Does your mom have any people admiring her toes? Well, uh, so look at Wiki Feats. I didn't oh, know Wiki about feats. this. One of the guys on yeah. my production team told me about it. Yeah. And like, we both have Hobbit feet. They're terrible. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I probably haven't had a pedicure since my wedding six years ago. Yeah. Um, but my rating on Wiki Feats is actually slightly is pretty good. Wiki Feats is a big thing. We talked about that. Oh, it, it's great. it's pretty wild that that bizarre subsect of people who get turned on. But listen, you know, oh my gosh, we joke all the time. Like after demo day. Like I, you know, selling our uh, my undergarments, um, <laughs> but I don't know if HGTV would be supportive of that. No, side that probably wouldn't wouldn't uh, fly. Oh my god! Now wait, are you ever There's barefoot? People that would buy it, though, you know it. Yeah. <laughs> Have there been moments that you've been barefoot on the show? I haven't seen that. Well, they'll like take a screen grab where I'm in flip flops and zoom in really far. Okay. Or like these two weeks ago, I was in Mexico with my husband and. Um, you know, took the, you know, you have to take the picture in the chair with your legs and right. feet in the background. Yeah. Uh, and so this guy was like, "Will you please paint your toes for me? Will you paint them this color?" <laughs> <laughs> I love your feet. I'm like, bro, you got they're bad feet. Oh my god, that's funny. Mina, yeah. you got over four four out of five stars for your for your nice feet. You looked it up, perfect. Yep. Yeah, yeah. At it right now, yep. there are quite a few photos on here. Wow. This is a site I've never been to before, but. Congrats, I guess. Yeah, oh, you know. Yeah, welcome to the wormhole. <laughs> Kathy's feet were right. Uh, were they? Yeah, remember it's, on was, that website? Not on the not on that website, oh. but in general, we had foot. Uh, oh, we yeah, had a, a former intern who was a foot fetish guy, and he he gave massively high ratings <laughs> to mm-hmm. your feet. Yep. Well, Corey said. hates feet, like absolutely <laughs> hates them, and he really loves me and is very attracted to me. So he really struggles on a day-to-day basis because I'm disgusting. And he doesn't know how to, like, mesh the two. Speaking of disgusting, you guys have stumbled in some pretty nasty places when you're rehabbing. By the way, if you're just tuning in, it's uh, Mina Starziak uh, from the show Good Bones and is going to be at the Philly Home and Garden Show uh, tomorrow at 1 o'clock. But you guys have gone in to, to, uh, you know, refurb some places and they look, you know, gross and dangerous. Is there any? Are there any ones that stand out in particular that we're like, I don't know if we can pull this off. Um, I mean, we can. I've never been worried we couldn't pull it off. Okay, I've definitely been worried it's going to take way too much money to pull off. I mean, we've had ones um, that I think it was like season three or four. The back, it looked like a zombie apocalypse movie. Yeah, and you couldn't walk through because the water damage had got down to the floor joist, and there was one joist still attached that we're kind of like teetering on trying to get to the second floor. And it's not just me and mom trying to get to the second floor that barely exists. It's like two camera guys and a sound guy and our producer. So there's a lot of weight. And I was like, genuinely, I don't know if this is going to hold us all. So we shall see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it, it's it's cool, though. And there is a sense of, of um, discovery on these shows. And again, you know, the... To be able to take something and and have a vision in your mind and realize that that is so enticing to so many people. I've started to try a little bit of woodwork my, myself and do a little bit of that stuff and be a build a shelf here and there and and it, it, you know to me it reminds me of when you were a kid and you put Legos together. It's it's just yeah. a, it's a progression to that, but you have something that's substantive and very cool. And but otherwise I'll just send my business to Preston's wife. Yeah, she'll, she'll take care of it. Yeah, <laughs> yep. But but do you do you find? I mean, at the home shows and things like this, this I find that I've been incited 
through these things to 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 try these things because listen, it's which is the whole point. Yeah, there's just a joy even if you're not particularly good at it you stick with it you'll get better but just the the journey itself is really fun is the word that comes to mind yeah and i think particular during covid when everyone was stuck at home and was staring at the things that they hate in their house um and not wanting to be around other humans everyone got even more kind of gutsy in the stuff they tried and i think some people probably regret that but I think a lot of people probably found that they could do a lot more than they thought they could. Right. I mean, you can go on YouTube and learn how to do anything. It's true. And, and not only that, we've said it many times, not only can you learn how to do what you're doing, you can learn how to use it with people who are using the exact tools you're using. Right. And the exact, I mean, that, that's just a crazy amount of information right at your fingertips. Yeah. Hey, um, oh, shoot. What was I going to ask? I completely blanked on what I was well, going to ask. Do you want to go with that? I have a question. <laughs> Mina, so you're there tomorrow at uh, the Oaks, uh, at the Expo Center in Oaks. Um, while you're there at 1 o'clock, what, what will you be doing? Is it a Q&A or are you just meeting with fans or what do you have happening? I mean, I like to, I give like my, like, you know, Cliff's Notes background, how I got started in case there are people that don't know it. But I, depending on the size of the audience, really like to do most of the session Q&A because People, I don't want to go watch someone talk about themselves. That sounds boring. I want to talk about what I want to talk about. So um, I really like to engage with the audience as much as, like, the home show people are comfortable with um, and the audience size allows. So A lot of foot uh, massage? <laughs> foot massage do. stuff, too? I guess after yeah, hours. Yeah. yeah. The uh, nice thing about the home show is you can always take a break in those massage chairs. Yes, yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, the adoption booths and the massage chairs are my favorite part of every home show. They're great. Uh, so what I like about your show is that um, there's not a whole lot of uh, what I perceive as, like, manufactured... Um, Strife, right? Oh, uh, like yeah. you, you know, and listen, I, I watch Love It or List it all the time, and and I like it, but like, there's always like, we don't have the money for this, or like, you, you know, and so when your producer comes in and perhaps recommends something, do do you have like? Oh God, they hate it. Okay, they, they get no reaction from anything. We'll walk into a basement and the foundation's down, and we're just like. Right. <laughs> like, but can you be more upset? I'm like, no, this is the hundredth sh- crappy basement I've seen. Like, yeah. yes, it sucks. Yes, it's going to cost more money. Um, but a couple times early on, they tried to manufacture some stuff and it, and it backfired on them. Um, they All of our houses have so much stuff in them. Yeah. They shoved this plastic light up yard snowman up into um, a drop ceiling and kind of like wedged a rug under it. And they thought when we walked through that space, we'd have to move the rug out of the way and it would fall and it would scare us and it'd be this great commercial out. Um, and it didn't fall. And then <laughs> like an hour later, we were in the side yard doing our, just like our interviews on camera. And the main camera guy was inside doing his like before, like pan shots. And you hear this thing fall and the cameraman's like, ah! <laughs> and it fell on the cameraman. They explained what they did. And I was like, that's immediate karma, guys. Don't do that. We yeah, don't there you that. go. No, I agree. Keep, we agree. Keep it real. Yeah, yeah, keep it real. I agree. Excellent. Well, uh, Mina, we're excited you're coming into our area, and I'm sure you're going to find a lot of fans that are going to want to meet you at the Philly Home and Garden Show. So that will be uh, tomorrow at 1 o'clock. People can get tickets by going to phillyhomeandgarden.com. But uh, you guys keep doing what you're doing because you do a great show, and we love it. So thanks for spending some time with us today. I appreciate it. No problem. Let's hear it from Mina. From good bones. Take care. We'll see you later. HGTV. Had no idea that people were obsessed with her feet. The crazy things you learn. Yeah. I love it. Uh, She's adorable. Yeah, she is. I love her. She's a lot of fun. But I I do understand, like... Feet? 
Well, no. <laughs> yes. No, just the, these weird uh, obsessions, right? right? So, like, uh, my new favorite is Hometown. It's the, the Napiers and... And I uh, love Aaron's friend Mallory. <laughs> I was like, I just you got to you got to put her on there more often, right? Like she's always the one that they bring in to like decorate. Could you the show end. her feet more. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see her feet. Oh man, does she what? have skin tags? <laughs> Take a few pictures and send them to me. God. Not in the skin tone. I've been watching Dr. Pimple Popper lately. Oh, God. Oh, God. Like, no, it's just no. accidentally on. Oh, and my God. I don't mind. I can sit there and eat and watch it at I the can't. same time. Do you want to know what it show does not just bother me? Have you, had, have you watched any of the botched? No. Botched uh, the, the two the, plastic surgeons. No, I correct. Seen that. Now, if you want to talk about ridiculous things that, you know, uh, today I took, I took my uh, buddy surgeon, I forget the names, I'm taking voice lessons. Oh, um, stupid, contrived Shut up! Setups. <laughs> We're here to see the woman who accidentally ended up with five breasts. Now, don't they have a one that's all feet things yes, as well? they okay. do. I haven't yeah. seen that, but I thought I heard it's about it. It's a mess. Yeah, that would be but nasty. But Bosch right? has it all. It's usually like, like really horrific. And they actually do change people's lives by... Right. A lot of times these people have real bad body dysmorphia, Preston. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, um, you wonder how long it's going to be before they do something else that screws it up. Right. I could see that. Hey, uh, can I rattle through a couple of these short outs before they get away from me? Yes. Um, I got this one. It's a, it's a sad note, but they the, was a big fan and wanted to pass this along. Uh, this is from Frank Pillsbury, and he said, uh, it's a, with a heavy heart, that uh, I share the passing of my dad mm. with you and the rest of the show. My dad and I have been loyal podcasters since the P, uh, Preston Maryland and Steve days. Uh, we came into the studio on Father's Day 2013, and we attended the Cardboard Classic in 2008. Uh, that was the year of the banana hammock, uh, he says. Uh, your show is something that we shared, and I'm so glad for that and the happiness that uh, it brought us uh, and so many others. And keep it up. And uh, if Preston isn't too backed up with the other short outs, throwing one my way for my awesome dad would be great. Thanks again. You guys are the rock eyes of everybody. That's from Frank. So he wants to send a short out to his dad. So I'm sorry to hear sorry, about that yeah, one, that, man. The, yeah, but his I'm glad dad, they had that. His dad was also named Frank. And uh, it was one of those interesting situations where uh, his dad was also named Frank. So it was three oh. Franks in a row, but they weren't. Uh, junior and the third. It was, right. They all had middle names. So it was, uh, oh. one, but but Frank, the youngest, uh, uh, is named after his grandfather, but he is not Frank the third. Yeah, to officially be a junior and a third, you have to have the same, all three names. Have same the exact same, right? name, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, here's another one. Uh, it says, uh, hoo <laughs> uh, It says, <laughs> by the way, that is now a ringtone. Yes. If you want to download that, you can go to <laughs> PrestonandSteve.com. Uh, it says, Presbo, my dad, when he was alive, used to call me every March 1st to wish me a happy Father's Day. Oh, I was supposed to do this on March 1st. Why? Because it was the day that my first child was born. My oldest son, Max, is going to be 18 on March 1st. It is my uh, it is my Father's Day, and I'm asking for a shout-out for Max for his 18th birthday, a shout-out to his mom, my ex-wife, for a happy Mother's Day, and yes, for me, I'm a selfish SOB for a happy Father's Day. That is from Bill Meekum. So here's a shout out and an advanced happy birthday to you, Max. Uh, and then uh, another one. Uh, actually, this isn't a shout out. This is more of a butt plug. Uh, this says, hey, guys, back in 2017, you guys have my father-in-law, Brian Boger, and some of the bike workshop down to teach Preston how to ride a penny farthing yes. bike. That was a lot of fun. They said, I'm reaching out now because uh, about an amazing young man who rides for Brian's Bike Works Pro Cycling Team. One of our athletes, uh, Chris Backish, 
is the subject of a short film that we're premiering as part of the International Bicycle Film Festival in April here in Bucks County. Chris received a life-changing cancer diagnosis, and the film follows his journey through surgery, pandemic, and racing in the Leadville 100 MTB, a 100-mile high-altitude extreme terrain race through the Colorado Rockies. And he said, I attached a press release about the upcoming film in case you're interested in learning more. Uh, so, Nick, did I send you that link? You did, yeah. And okay. I'll, I'll get it up on the website as well. Um, and you can go to mountain we, mountainsweclimb.com uh, to get more information on it. That thing was hard to ride, that penny farthing. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was used, really hard to ride. That was the standard bicycle. Yeah. It's like, well, what the hell were you thinking? And it took you, some work. You not only were able to ride it, but you also sang a song while riding it. Uh, I just, did. Yeah. I said, I'm riding a penny farthing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, we're going to do a short version of The Connoisseur. Oh. Why? Because yesterday we had seen a story in the uh, in the general store. You had, yeah, that uh, that said you could make mashed potatoes out of potato chips, and I immediately bought this under the because the Orida uh, mashed potatoes are kind of like cracked up potato chips. So we have in our building, thank God, a new restaurant. We miss we miss Manja. Yeah. Uh, uh, the gang down there was so great for years. Uh, we appreciate everything they've done, but we have a new tenant, and they're called Pagano's. So good. And uh, they are new, and uh, we introduced our, or actually, uh, Matt, the owner, introduced himself to uh, me the other day, and he made the mistake of saying, hey, if there's anything I can ever do for you, let me know. <laughs> Here's a list. And so we sent something to him. We wanted them to make mashed potatoes out of potato chips. And, of course, they're off to a great start because they made several different versions of Did it. Did they? Us. Yes. Oh, excellent. Uh, Marissa, you know the story here, right? I was. So I went down to visit uh, Matt and Chef Paul downstairs. Um, first off, I, I have to flat out, Chef Paul, when I told him about the story, he's like, I would never do this. Yeah, right? <laughs> he's, yeah. he's a chef he's for a crying chef. out loud. Yeah. yeah. So um, he was kind enough to do this for us. They are uh, still going through some opening. It's opening week. They are yes. opening a restaurant in a building. So right. they're going through all that. So they wanted me to bring it up. Um, I was just down in the kitchen. He literally stopped the kitchen. Like they're making lunch. They're making everything for the day. They stopped the kitchen. To make it is. That's awesome. Mashed potatoes. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> Should I wear goggles for this or is it safe? Oh, yeah, you might maybe, want to wear goggles. Maybe Connor in the other room can grab those go- uh, goggles in the office. So would you like to know the recipes he ca- he cooked up for yeah, us? Yeah, by the way, so, so to make this, we saw this. It was, it was a little TikTok hack thing. And essentially, you take potato chips... Water. There are measurements. There's an amount you're supposed to do, and you boil it until they soften up, uh, and then you can add in um, any kind of uh, cream, any any kind of a dairy product, so butter and cream and uh, sour cream and stuff like that, uh, to give it a little extra flavor and a little salt and pepper. So the perception, what, of course, is that is that they're they've retained some of that potato chip goodness, and yeah. that you can make them with different kinds of potato chips too, right, Marissa? Exactly. So that's where Chef Paul went with us. So he did actually a few um, R and D recipes yesterday. Oh wow! To give us something that would satisfy <laughs> right. what he claims to be good, although he says it's not great. He's like, I still wouldn't serve this. Okay. Uh, so he created sea salt and vinegar, or sea salt potato chips. Yep. With truffle oil. Ooh, okay. that sounds really good. It does yes. all right. And then the other one is a barbecue mesquite with. Cheddar. So we didn't get any just plain? No plain. He kind of refused to do that. He's an artist. Uh-huh. He went to he's great lengths. He did us a favor, so, so we'll, we'll take it. He tried to make it good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So which one is that one? Is that the so that's barbecue? The, uh, barbecue? What, this is barbecue right here? That is sea salt. Oh, sea salt. All right. right. So I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and try it. All right. Tastes like mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah? No kidding. 
It's a different. It, this is you know what it tastes like. It tastes like um, cafeteria mashed potatoes. Okay, that's what like, it tastes like. Like school mashed potatoes. Yes, exactly. Like it if looks... you were if you were standing in line with a tray and you got yeah, yeah, yeah. one that, that looked like it came right out of oh, an ice cream scooper. Try this right. One. What I, is it? I think this one is a skip up. Uh, this here is you go. What, what? Which one was this, Marissa? That is the sea salt with truffle. All right. Yep. Steve's looks like baby food. Yes, um, yeah, like the baby I'm, food you get I'm in the jar. About, in fact, I'm actually going to the bathroom in my pants right Listen, now. Listen, they don't. It doesn't look appealing. It definitely doesn't look appealing. I don't want to double dip on this, but I I do want to. But so, mm. if you guys want to try, I'm good. I don't mind. It smells like potato chips. <laughs> this That's good, Preston. This has a. You got to try it. Uh, uh, I have the same ones you do. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Can I double dip then? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nick, do you want before I double dip? No, go ahead. Okay. I got the yeah, ears. man. Right? Good. Listen, I'm not saying to do this in place of sex, potatoes, <laughs> of regular potatoes, but if all you had was water and potato chips and you didn't want to run to the store or something like that, you could make this work. That, that is tastes good. like mashed potatoes. It does. I want wow. turkey now. All right, what about you guys? I want a turkey. You want a what? A turkey. A turkey now. <laughs> to go with this. I got gotcha. right. you. Go and, <laughs> try which, it out. Which one is this, Marissa? That is the barbecue mm. mesquite potato chips with cheddar cheese. I'm digging it. I like the barbecue I'm cheddar cheese. I'm digging it. So is this kind of like a Chi-Chi version? This is like yeah. a prison totally. food version. Yeah. Of, oh, my yes. God. Yeah. If you're a prisoner and you haven't tried this yet, <laughs> you have you're missing out on probably the greatest type of chichi you could ever make. I bet you give this to a prisoner and they're going to just get all nostalgic for sodomy. They just don't. Um, they they don't have anything to boil the water. Wow, with. man, that, that would be the. the Can't you bring burn, the uh, so. toilet water up to a slow boil? Maybe you could. Yeah, I if think... you can start a little fire in your cell. They boil. They, yeah. they have stuff to boil. They do. Yeah. How do you think they make chichi? Mm. I mean, they have to. No, make they don't. Ramen. No, they. They. What they did. Remember, actually, he put it in a bag and tied it up, and then uh, he also bared a lamp wire. The, the prisoners, so you'd he had like a lamp in his cell. No, oh. and they was able to split it, plug it in, and use that as a heating device. Well, then you could, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, but getting it to a boil that'd yeah. be kind of tough. I don't know. I forget. I'm oh. liking this. What do you yeah, think, dude. Kathy? Yeah. Um, it's very, very salty. Like, yep. it, and that's what I was worried about. The chips are so salty. Well, it's ex- like, like southern mashed potatoes, you know? Is Excessive is? salt is good for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait, do you want seconds, Kathy? I just filled up Nick. No, that's okay. Yeah, I, got, I got seconds. <laughs> I feel like a mom at Thanksgiving dinner just walking around. I'm blown away. I'd eat the whole thing, but I'm on a diet right now. Okay. So I'm not going to. No, gonna this is that. probably on your diet. Uh, I am, uh, color me impressed yeah. with that one. And thank you, Chef Paul at yeah. Pagano's. Even though you hated doing every second of it, uh, we do appreciate the effort, and I'd say that that's better than I thought it was going to be. I, I would, I could see doing that if you didn't let somebody know that you were just grinding up potato chips and making mashed potatoes that way. They might think you have some sort of inventive new, yeah. yeah. Prep if level. you if you weren't if you didn't tell someone, and I'm not talking about like a chef or anything right. like that. If you just had them try this out, they might think, wow, that's. How'd you get that? What'd you do to these mashed potatoes to make them taste like this? But it does, Steve. It does have that really starchy consistency. It does. It does. of of a um, of a cafeteria mashed potatoes. So wow! All right, yeah, Good. nice. And thank God you were wearing goggles, Steve, because well, I didn't. Really... Want, I didn't know how dangerous this was going to be. Sorry, I was like taking precaution. Right. Oh, and one last thing, guys. Yes. Uh, we're going to have Sam, the cooking guy, on the show on Monday oh, morning. Oh, nice. excellent! Yes. All right. Well, do we need to continue with connoisseur, or should we do something else? What do you guys say? What the hell is uh, that? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's, that's why I'm wearing the goggles, Casey. I dropped. I hold on. Oh, okay. I dropped a banana. <laughs> 
I dropped a banana and it hit the mouse. I know, and and but not only did it do the bullet ricochet, it moved it to a different part, and now I don't know what button was where the bullet. I deleted ricochet. a sound effect. Oh man, uh, sorry. It's uh, work back from banana. Yeah, wow. I, I'm sorry. Let's just move on while I try and think of. <laughs> by the way, look, my banana was by the made by the devil. Did you see this? You can't see that. You oh, don't have your glasses yeah. on, right? Oh, my goodness. Wait. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's very demonic banana. That's just the indentation? It says 666 on it. Is I would. Right I am a banana. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't need it. Are you sure it's not 999? Oh, okay. Uh, it oh. could be. Yeah. Now, yeah. Oh, now it's 999. Now oh, you can yeah. eat it. Uh, now it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Casey's terrified. Yeah, that would have worked like even in The Exorcist if they just turned her. Uh, the, uh, the old, yeah, turn the kid's head around. Look, that was good. Yeah, my change at the uh, I went out to breakfast with uh, my wife the other day. My change back was six sixty six. Oh did you buy God. something else? No. <gasps> Don't you usually buy something else? Yeah. I wouldn't okay. have taken it. You know what it was, Kath? I ended up uh, leaving that as the tip. <laughs> <laughs> then you consign you someone go. else Leave to someone yeah. else. the fires of hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let my server end up in hell. <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow, I do have some other connoisseur stories that I can hit. I found this one kind of interesting. Uh, Denny's has teamed up with 24 popular TikTok creators to launch launch its new social star-influenced menu now through uh, late June of this year. Isn't this like the other thing you mentioned? Where they, are, they, are they offering TikTok menu items at Denny's? Is that what they're doing? So there, there, are, influence, there are influencers that are submitting this. Okay. Uh, so they have their name associated with it. So uh, I, no, huh. I don't think I did because I haven't heard of these. Because so. there was another a story that you had about there, there was some, uh, maybe it was TikTok themselves or whatever entity, but they were setting up basically like pop-up versions of the food. That you, Mercy, do you remember the story? It's similar to what McDonald's was doing. And they okay. were getting... It was McDonald's. They were doing mashups. Yeah, celebrities were, sh- were sharing their McDonald's order. I got right. you. Okay, All right. so this one's different. So, they, like, uh, for instance, you can get the Get That Cookie Dough Pancakes by Jenny Solares and the Anki Boys, uh, which features Denny's buttermilk pancakes topped with cream cheese icing. Uh, and the meal also includes eggs, hash browns, and a choice of bacon or sausage. Maybe... Well, yeah, it's always been a dream of mine to eat the way that the Inky Boys do. Number two is the Hollaback Burger by Jonathan Chavez and uh, Elise Osafo. Uh, and that features a beef burger topped with white cheddar cheese, mayo, bacon, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and blistered jalapeno on a brioche bun, Ooh. plus wavy cut fries. You would think it would have a challah bread as the as the bun because it's called the challah, spelled J-A-L-A. Burger. <laughs> Number three is the Clearly Very Fruity Pancakes by Elliot Norris. What and, kind of fruit? And Matt Taylor featuring a buttermilk blueberry pancake topped with fresh strawberries and bananas. That sounds good. That sounds really good. Uh, you also get eggs, hash browns, and a choice of bacon or sausage. So those are the ones they're doing right now. They're going to release more meal collaborations with the remaining 18 influencers in the coming weeks. What would your what is the current thing that you're making? You like to make different things. What would be your influencer, Preston Elliott? Oh man, I don't have. I any. remember you used to, you had, you used to have, 
you were putting together like a little menu of things for Acme, like things that you were, and that's, yeah. it's hard to come up with them, right? Yeah, because, I mean, I make a handful of things, but I make I also yeah. make a lot of standard things. Yeah. I don't make anything that really stood out, so. Chocolate milk. Uh, the thing I make most at the house probably is my family recipe fried rice. Uh, so it's just something that we eat all the time. And fried I've rice. never had that. Yeah. I've never had your it. fried rice. Okay. You're not part of the family. I'm, mm-hmm. you're, you're right. I'm not. But I've been around them many times. The what? All right, what sort of protein do you put in there? Whatever you want. If you want chicken, a lot of times we'll do it if we have leftover chicken or leftover steak. Okay, and I'll do beef fried rice or chicken fried rice. I did that a, quite a bit in college uh, when in the cafeteria they, they some of the the dinners just were terrible. Mm-hmm. And but they did have a fried rice station where you can make your own fried rice. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was kind of like a go to for me when I would go peruse. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. All right, guess I'm doing fried rice. Or I would do French fries and blue cheese. Uh, that would literally eat a plate of French fries and blue cheese. I was super healthy now in college. That. Yeah. Oh, dipping your fries in the blue cheese? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be cool with that. I yeah. went through that phase, too. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, were you going to say something, Abby? I forget at this point. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't have something I can offer up for Denny's. All right. <laughs> what would you make, Kathy? I, uh, you're, you're, oh, uh... I know. I know what it was. No, the, this See? reminded me. Um, I made sliders the other day. What? Yeah. How'd they turn I out? I did it. It was good. And okay. I, I took a, I actually took a video of Jace eating it to see if, if it was good. Just so the coroner would have something no, to reference. No, no. He gave me the thumbs up and he goes, he goes, they're pretty good. I go, pretty good. I go, you're going to finish both of the sliders I put on your plate? He goes, yeah. Did so you, what, did you grill them or fry them? Uh, I baked it. You oh. baked them? Okay. So, so st- it was standard burger sliders? Uh, yeah. So a friend of mine um, gave me the recipe. I was texting her the whole time. I was like, all right, what do I do now? What do I-? She's like, well, just season the meat. And I was like, mm, what do I do that <laughs> Oh, with? my God. <laughs> salt and pepper. Yeah, come on. Well, well, I didn't know that. That's what she said. Just salt and pepper. I was like, oh, that's easy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so what else did you put on it? Did you use um, brioche? I used, um, what's the, uh, what are the buns called? King's Hawaiian? Yes. Yeah, King's yeah, 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 yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Used those, uh, did cheese on them. What kind of cheese? Uh, I did, I just did um, American uh, because Jace doesn't really like cheese too much. So. What about Velveeta? Man, that's, that's. Oh, no. Oh, it no. called for um, like a fancy cheese. I forget what it was, mm. um, which I want to try next time because I think I would like that. Like Gruyere or Gruyere? <sighs> no, that's or Richard not, Gere? I forget what it was. Okay. Um, but yeah, they tur- it, it turned out. Uh, uh, the meat was cooked. I was able to eat it, even though I had to touch it before. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, like that wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. You, you were able to eat it, even though you touched it. Yes, I've she told you like this a hundred times. It, the the like raw meat, like raw chicken, yeah. beef, all of that. Like having to handle it. Yeah. I then can't like I, I then can't eat it. Like it makes me. Is it the nauseous. part? Is it is it because you knew your hands were on it? No, no, no. Oh, it's because you the you meat. touched. The it's meat. like the okay. yeah, just the like perception the perception of disease. Like the raw, no, just the raw nature okay. of it. It's the, disgusting. Like ew. Okay. I did use um, a plastic bag over my hand though to like, shut up, Preston. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I talked. You should be happy. I'm happy. You made sliders. <laughs> I am she's happy. Like wearing a hazmat suit mm. while she's making French toast. Mm. All right, let me get something else here. <laughs> How about this one? CV sent me this article about Irish potatoes. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a go-to around this time of year. Yeah, they're starting to surface now as we are heading into March. And I, where do you uh, stand on them? I hate them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't like them. Uh, I, 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 think, I, I think they're. Uh, I, I, I'm just. I could eat like a part of one and then I'm done. Like I don't taste it and go. Puh, that yeah. was gross. I'm like, mm, yes, you know. If, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna eat a, something that's gonna be that sweet and sugary, there's. Uh, I want a different flavor. 
That's me personally. So they're okay. Yeah. Uh, and I agree. Uh, they, uh, a little bit goes a long way, but they are a standard and people love them. Yeah. And they were invented here, right? They, they were. were. Yes. Yes. Wait, in Philadelphia or yep. in the United States? No, no in, in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Wow. Right here. Yeah. One ballot right, 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 yeah. right where Nick is sitting <laughs> on that <laughs> spot. <laughs> Studio. There's Magnetic North. <laughs> and then there's... Uh, potato uh, South. Potato yeah. South. Yeah. I look at uh, the Irish potato the same way I do with like, candy corn. I don't With your eyes. Yeah. Uh, no, I I don't hate it, but I'm good for one, and that's it. Well, they're they're very uh, they're very sweet, mm-hmm. and so I I think you're right. You can only I can only handle one, but I but uh, there is a rich tradition and history behind them, isn't there, President? Well, the exact origi- origins uh, are vague, but history has it that they were first made in Philadelphia in the 1800s. Possibly by Irish immigrants, possibly not. They were first created. They were supposed to be a ED drug. Were oh, they not? yes, yes, and it didn't work. In yeah. the 1800s? Yes. By okay. 1860, Irish were the city's largest immigrant population. If they as... have trouble getting a boner, I think I can do something for you. <laughs> it's a little thing. It's a little confection that'll make you as hard as a... As a plank of wood. So it look like a potato. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a whole idea. You can indiscreetly pop these and then bang the missus nine ways till Sunday. Wow. Huh. <laughs> you never knew. Did you know they were created under Nick's chair? <laughs> By the way, I would love to know the origin of, like, you know, six ways from Sunday, nine ways from this and that that's uh, used from time to time. I do love Three that. yards from Tuesday. Yeah. What's that mean? So, uh, by the 1860s, Irish were the city's largest immigration population as a result of the Great Famine in Ireland. Immigration? And... Population? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Immigration? Population? Erection? Oh, it's an Irish potato, man. Uh, so, apparently, Stutz's Candy Company is one of the biggest maker of them in our area. Uh, they are cinnamon-coated coconut cream spheres. Nick, they have coconut. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Like, it's a candy that exists, and I'm, I'm fine with its existence. It does not to be uh, banished from the planet. However, I, I will, when using candy time, select other candies. Well, the funny, the ironic thing is a lot of the Irish were leaving Ireland because of the great coconut famine. Right. right. Is, um, is it a candy? Yes. It's, it's an ED drug. Confectionary, I guess. Is it confectionary candy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a good question. Uh, I don't really know, Case. It's mm-hmm. in the candy family. Yes, it would would be. I would I would categorize in it. In the Civil War, family. there was the Union and the Confectionary. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. So, Stutz's recipe calls for a hefty dose of Amerfond fondant sugar, 100 pounds for every 140 pounds of candy, it says here. So, there you go. The word it's not candy. a health food. Uh, it calls for butter. Uh desiccated coconut, vanilla extract, salt, and a house-made marshmallow-like fluff made from corn syrup, inverted sugar, and cornstarch. I think, honestly, if it's ratcheted down a bit in the sweetness factor, I I might like it a little bit more. Again, I'm not... I'm not repulsed by it. It just is a, it's a little too much. So a splash of water is added as it all comes together in the beat in the beater and a ste- uh, step that perfumes the air with a sweet scent. You of smell fresh that? Bacon. It smells like boners. Macaroons. <laughs> uh, and then they uh, then they use a a, a crank uh, an electric crank cut roller. Uh, the filling is piped out, sliced into bite-sized hunks, and then it's rolled smooth, and there you get your Irish, Irish potatoes. You said macaroons. Are you a macaroon fan? I like them, yeah. Yeah, me too. I can, I can handle like one or two. Them. Yeah, that's, yeah. and that, that's enough. You know? The funny thing is, though, with these, that you see them at like every register at every convenience store, uh, and you know, as we start to move into the St. Patrick's Day, they're, they're everywhere. 
Uh, do you guys want to know the origin from of six ways from Sunday? <laughs> yes. Sure. All right. It means in every way possible, having done something completely, having addressed every alternative. Six Ways from Sunday seems to have its origins in the middle 18th century as the phrase both ways from Sunday and two ways from Sunday. These earlier phrases referred to the eye condition known as uh, strabismus, where someone's eyes do not focus in unison, giving the appearance of looking in two different directions. Like a Marty Feldman sort of thing? Maybe so. Like a thyroid issue? uh, The terms both ways from Sunday and two ways from Sunday gained the figurative meaning of looking at something askew. By the mid-1800s, the terms... Two ways from Sunday and nine ways from Sunday appeared. How many eyes do you have? And the meaning evolved to mean to be at a loss. The phrase eventually, once again, in the late 1800s in America, uh, to mean every way possible. One still finds many varieties of the phrase. The number in question might be six, seven, nine, or a thousand. The preposition might be from, to, or for. But the day referred to in the idiom is always Sunday, and the idiom carries the same meaning, which is in all ways possible. So does a month of Sundays, I've always wondered this, when someone says a month of Sundays, are they saying four days? Or are they saying an entire month comprised of where every day was Sunday? Oh, my God. I've never I've never heard that. A month, a month of, of Sundays. Sundays. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a classic colloquialism. Hmm. It's also a song by Don Henley. There it he is. Go. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know it either, It's Steve. time to get down to the month of Sundays. But we'll get sweet. <laughs> mm. And I forget what day Sunday. And it's also a uh, the novel by John Updike. <laughs> That's a... What's up, Dick? What's a dick for? <laughs> you said it. And everybody, it was like quiet. Uh, Everyone I mean, chuckled. And then, then well, well, because we're very mature. <laughs> of course we're. Is that right, Updike? <laughs> oh my God! Is it Updike? I think it's Updike, right? I'm lesbian. Wait, is it Updike or Updike? I think it's Updike. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's Updike. What's up? I said, I said Dick. It's an Updike, right? But you guys know what? I mean. <laughs> it's like Herman Meldick. <laughs> a month of Sundays. Here you go. It means an extremely long time. I haven't talked to her in a month of Sundays. So do we? Are we saying in? Because to me, okay, I don't know. I, maybe, I still don't understand. Means, maybe it means thirty Sundays, Steve, which would are, which would be. There's still twenty four hour days, which yeah. would be a lot of months. Wait, does okay. uh, Sundays seem like they're longer? I don't know. No, no. I, I. So my original I perception like was Sundays. four days, I mean, would thirty be, weeks. You get four Sundays usually in a month. Right. Interesting that Don Henley would have a song called "The Month of Sundays" and a New York Minute. Like the guy liked uh, dealing with time. And yeah. He did. Yeah. Yes. A New York update. <laughs> and I just saw a post that said uh, it was on this date in 1970-whatever that um, um, uh, uh, Hotel California was released. Oh, yeah? Is that singer. right? Yes. Huh. There's all these kind of weird things coming together right Crazy. now, right? Play the lottery. All right, I've been told we need to wrap Damn it. it. Are we wrapping it up? We're wrapping it up, buddy. <laughs> all right, all right, we're done. Have you tried the clam chowder? <laughs> We'll do another clam chowder clip in a little bit. But in the meantime, I want to give away the rest of the Philly Home and Garden Show tickets that we have uh, for the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks this weekend. And we'll take callers 10, 11, 12, and 13. And we'll give you a four-pack of tickets, 215-263-WMMR. And it's taking place all this weekend. And you can get your tickets and save on tickets at phillyhomeandgarden.com. Discount courtesy of Xfinity. We'll take a break. Come back in a second. Bizarre file stories are coming up next. 
On the latest Daily Rush, what the hell is this machine? Here's what we do know. It is a sex machine made for men. We know that Kathy hates it. We know that Bill Weston dumped it. Bono likes it. Eddie Vedder is intrigued. Are you intrigued? See what we're talking about at WMMR.com. All right, we'll play the, the clip one more time so you know what movie it's from. With the spicy chicken things. Ooh, they're not the tiny bitsy ones without meat on them, are they? Actually, it's quite a large serving. Ah, good. Ooh, good arms. And a large bowl of the clam chowder. Uh, and the blueberry pie with ice cream for dessert. Yeah. All right, let's see if we can find out. Anthony, good morning, sir. Hey, you guys rock. Thank you. All right, Ant, what movie is that from? Kindergarten cop. He is correct. What? We have a, a faulty soup. It was skipping in the soup there. Oh. All right, so Anthony got it right. We're going to give him a pair of movie passes to see Studio Six Six Six, and you can uh, qualify for a Foo Fighters signed movie poster. And the Foo Fighters are facing their demons, making a killer record in a mansion with supernatural forces that threaten the album and their lives. So we'll set you up. And by the way, you can visit uh, studio666movie.com to buy tickets. And it's in theaters starting today, by the way. All right, let's get into the B5. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by the Philly Pops. The Fab Four's greatest hits performed live with the full orchestra. The Philly Pops presents Pops Rocks Let It Be, March 11th, 12th, and 13th at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. More information is available at phillypops.org. Uh, a Florida man told police that he thought his girlfriend was being, quote, rough like 50 shades of gray when she began to slap him yesterday. But he eventually fled the couple's apartment when the woman became more aggressive and left him seeing stars with a bump on his head. Jeez. Cops say after Nicole... Hawkins is up! <laughs> Hawkins is up! Hawkins is up! Cops say after Nicole Onkyu uh, and the 40-year-old vi- victim returned to their Largo home on Monday morning after attending a festival, the pair argued when Onkyu was unable to locate her phone. Though she... She would eventually... I'm thinking of Hawkins. She's like... Hawkins, he's up! <laughs> it's a great, it's a great video clip, too, by the way. Though she would eventually find the device, on cue was still upset. The victim attempted to sit at his desk and ignore the defendant, an officer noted. On cue allegedly then began to slap... Hogan's is up! Began to slap the victim on the arms and back. The wow. Man, the man told cops he initially believed the defendant was being rough like 50 shades of gray. Yeah. Uh, when but her, it was rough like reservoir dogs. Yeah, when her blows became more aggressive, the victim said uh, he told her to stop. But on cue continued to strike and scratch him hard enough to cause a sizable bump on this he- on his head. Hogan's is up! <laughs> And the large scratches along his back. The man said that he told Onkyo that he was seeing stars in an attempt to get the defendant to stop. Onkyo was arrested for domestic battery and booked into the county jail. Uh, she was released on her recognizance. She was also charged last year with domestic battery for allegedly pushing her brother in the face Jeez. during an argument. So she likes to get a tad bit rough, I guess. That's the problem. Like, how do you know... I guess you, if you're involved in that lifestyle, you have to set definitive boundaries. Yeah. 
I think I don't think they had ever done that before. Right, and he right. was just like, wow, she's trying something new here, I guess. <laughs> and then it got a bit much. And how can she slap how can anyway? She slap? Yeah. How can she slap? All right, uh, let's see. Let's go to a former criminal justice major and college cheerleader. Uh, this is pretty wild, and this is one of those um, cold cases that they figured okay. out. Okay, Was convicted in the killings of three Florida women who were working prostitutes more than 15 years ago. Jurors deliberated more than eight hours after returning the guilty verdict against Robert Hayes, not the guy from Robert Airplane, from Airplane. Oh, okay. uh, who is linked by DNA evidence to three victims after another killing in Palm Beach County where he had been working as a chef until his arrest in 2019. Detectives testified at the beginning of the trial uh, saying that they had uh, put Hayes under surveillance and secretly confiscated a beer can and cigarette butt that he had discarded. And got the DNA and off that. The prosecutor say the DNA from those items matched the killers. Imagine you are your killer. Yes. You couldn't you would have to be wary of anything in public, which is great. You it's, would be you wonderful. would always have to wear wax lips. <laughs> right. All yeah. the time. <laughs> to protect always. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Hayes was prosecutors are going to seek the death penalty against the sentencing uh, phase uh, next week, but it's it's pretty wild. That, that is amazing that they're able to yeah. grab these grab these discarded items and track them down. Wow! Uh, in a desperate bid to get his children offline, a guy in France apparently blitzed his entire town's internet connection by accident. He is now facing up to six months in prison for the outage. How did he do this? Uh, The unnamed dad tried to use a multi-wave band jammer to temporarily (gasps) cut off the internet connection at his own residence in the town of Massages. Uh, Jammers, which are illegal in France and the U.S., of course, work by interfering with telecommunication signals, thus stifling connections. Despite their illegality, uh, people still get arrested for using them all the time. Uh, the man later, when he was questioned by government officials, uh, the man apparently admitted that he only wanted to cut off the connectivity to his house at night between the hours of midnight and 3 a.m., probably so his kids wouldn't put the phone, so they would put the phones down and go to bed. If he has a, a modern internet provider, you can set times on those things. You don't have to black out the neighborhood. Right. Unfortunately, the jamming device was powerful enough to cut connectivity, not just to his own residence, but unbeknownst to him, to those of the many, many others in the surrounding area. His neighbors eventually started reporting their outages, after which a government was forced to investigate. Don't they have Lur Xfinity? Uh, the man now faces up to six months in jail and a fine of 30,000 euros. Huh. Uh, is my last story? Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to make sure it is a good Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, an ER doctor uh, has been arrested and charged with three counts of battery after allegedly striking a patient numerous times who he believed was faking their medical condition. <laughs> Dr. Enwabuko was arrested and booked into the county jail uh, bail set at $3,000. Now, the least per- That's that standard medical procedure, right? Well... I think you're lying, so I'm going to bitch slap you. Here's the deal. The Leesburg Police Department responded to the incident. According to an arrest affidavit, uh, Enwabuko attempted to confirm suspicions that his patient was faking by grabbing her hand... And repeatedly striking her in the face. Like, you know, I think you're a little kid. Why are you hitting yourself? Stop hitting yourself. 
Uh, when I the, think I have cancer. No, you don't. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Uh, when the patient didn't respond to that, Imabuko left the room. He then returned two additional times and used her hand to hit her in the face. <laughs> like Dr. Scott Farkas. Steve, he was standing there doing it. He's going, how can she slap? How can she slap? <laughs> While he was doing that. Stop it. Stop it. During the second time, the victim's IV line was ripped out of her left arm. She bled all over her face and chest Ooh. area. She also sustain, sustained significant swelling, redness, and bruising to her eye. One witness told uh, the police that he was laughing at and mocking the patient for faking her condition and continued hitting the patient until the nursing staff stepped in and broke it up. I hope the hospital gave her an extra helping of jello at mealtime. Uh, another witness told police that it is common practice to hold a patient's hand over their face and then drop it. To like make, it's hot? It, uh, no, to make sure that they're yeah. they aren't faking. Because what? you would there would be like some sort of you, a reaction. You would stop you would yourself stop from doing or, it. Yeah, or it wouldn't hit as hard. Uh, if the patient is alert, they will either move or stop their hand to prevent it from spread hitting. your legs. They need to kick you in the balls. Uh, hit their face. So, but this case, it didn't happen. Uh, and uh, the witness stated that they saw the victim physically resisting the doctor's actions, but he started getting angry and hitting the victim harder. Wow. Doesn't that seem kind of a precarious move to, to do that to think to start slapping someone that way it's going to be an easier well, way to I ascertain if they're lying down you pick up their own hand right, yeah. and then you drop it right and so can't it, you drop it away from the face I, I, well mid chest perhaps I, I think the theory is that you will yeah you'll stop keep yourself it, from getting I got you face if you're faking it so, All right. so they're, they're trying to see if somebody was faking like a drug over what I, I, I would do is I'd lay him on a gurney and have a laser go up between their legs oh mm. yeah yeah and that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second, and we'll get the lesson question, trash and music news when we return. Stay there. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app today to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks. Use it to view the weekly ad, clip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop any way you want. In-store, delivery, or drive up and go. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver it right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. By the way, Nick just uh, pulled up this information. Um, Glenn Hurricane Schwartz is retiring. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Just announced this. And, oh, uh, so, yeah, he's been uh, on, on TV for 42 years. Wow. 27 with NBC10. My goodness. He's doing the mashed potato startup. He is. Yeah. Yeah. What he's doing? Yeah. yeah. Made, made from exclusively potatoes. from potato chips? Passion project, really. Oh, okay. Uh, I like Glenn. He's cool. He is. Uh, I've always enjoyed uh, having him in in our area. Does it say when he's going to? Um... Uh, yeah, at the end of May, so around Memorial Day weekend. We'll All right, we'll have to talk up. to him before then. Yeah, for sure. Remember years ago when he, I think he had a stroke or something, or he he, he bounced back like gangbusters. He, yeah, yeah, he had some medical condition. I do he's, remember, but he's that. he's just doing great. Yep, yep. Well, good for him, man. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to do today's lesson question, and it's a $150 Fogo to Show gift card that you can win if you know the answer to this. Uh, Irish potatoes were originally invented as a drug for which medical problem? 215-263-WMMR, the number to call. So Irish potatoes were originally invented as a drug for which medical problem? Let's see if you know the answer to that. While you call, we'll kill some time and do 
the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Let's get a look at it. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Prince Louis of Luxembourg and his fiancée Scarlett Lauren Sergey have ended their engagement with him explaining that their visions of the relationship differed too much. The prince elaborated, saying his his vision included a lot more swallowing. Oh, Aaron Carter and Melanie Martin announcing on social media that they have split for a second and final time. Carter says his new career has proven incredibly time-consuming, especially as he trains for his celebrity boxing match with Mindy Cohen. (laughs) Oh, my God. And over $200,000, as you mentioned this before, Preston, worth of props stolen from the Netflix set of The Crown. One of the most coveted items stolen is an exact replica of Prince Charles's shin-fly full-coverage men's massager. (laughs) (laughs) That's your Hollywood trend. Which you can see in a new Daily Rush video with the President Steve Show. All right, so we're going to see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Uh, In which... No. Irish potatoes, that's the one. I was reading a different question. Irish potatoes were originally invented as a drug for which medical problem? And we'll go to Jennifer. Good morning, it, Jennifer. Good morning, it. All right, Jennifer, <laughs> tell me wh- what uh, were originally uh, Irish potatoes invented for? E.D. Yes, yeah. erectile dysfunction. Bone home. One moment, Jennifer. We'll get your info, and we'll set you up with this really awesome $150 Fogo to Show gift card. And you can try new favorites like their fire-roasted picana or richly marbled ribeye as part of their full Trasco experience. And pair them with Fogo's extensive collection of South American wines. You can make a reservation for Center City or King of Prussia at Fogo.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you this morning by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Voted best overall gaming resort in Pennsylvania. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So Metallica is going to play two stadium shows in the U.S. this summer with special guest Greta Van Fleet and Ice Nine Kills. And the two shows, nothing crazy close to us. They'll be at Highmark Stadium in Buffalo. Uh, August 11th, and they'll be at PNC Park in Pittsburgh. So, you know, if you're a diehard fan, you could make the drive. Uh, That will be on August 14th. Tickets go on sale March 4th at 10 a.m. And uh, tonight, Metallica plays a sold-out show in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. That's a a lot of production for just two shows, though. Doesn't it seem that way? Yeah, I don't know what the story is as far as them... Adding more to that, and whether those things are like at the ready and yeah. they get all packed up and just pick up and go. So those I, stages are massive when they do stadium shows and stuff. I, I'd, I'd yeah. be surprised if they don't add more. Yeah, I agree. Um, speaking of uh, shows that will be in our area, though, Allison Chain's co-founder Jerry Cantrell is going to head out on a North American tour. Uh, will be in support of his new LP, Brighton, which was released late last year. And tickets for the Brighton tour are available via Cantrell's website through Ticketmaster. And wherever tickets are sold, he will be playing the TLA Mm. on Sunday, April the 3rd. That's interesting. Uh, Jerry recently announced special VIP event packages at each show. And it will offer fans tiered selections of exclusive experiences. Those include a meet and greet, a photo op with Jerry, uh, personal autographed items of your choice. Fly fishing. Premium merch items, and at the top tier, a signed official Atone Gibson JC Signature Acoustic Guitar. Wow. The guitar includes a letter of authenticity. Packages start at $100. 
all the way up to 5,500. That's the one that includes the guitar. Sure, yeah, wow. Well, that's pretty amazing. Uh, this is a pretty cool story. Uh, Slash was chatting with Conan O'Brien, and he talked about his signature black top hat. Uh, and he has an interesting story how this happened. He said his first top hat uh, that he wore with Guns N' Roses was stolen from a Los Angeles store. And the day he, so he stole it. Uh-huh. So the day he stole it, he said that the hat just spoke to him. And he put it on and walked out the door and then went next door to another shop and stole a concho belt. He went home, cut up the belt, and wrapped it around the top hat and wore it on stage that night. And from then on, it became his, his, sing- his signature, signature look. look. Yeah. He said it, was, uh, it became a thing where I just really identified with it. He said when he was really high, he could pull it over his eyes. And it was great for bad hair days, too. Uh, for Slash, one of the best things about wearing the hat on stage is that even after all these years of performing, uh, he still can't look directly into the audience. So the hat has uh, always been something to hide behind. I was wondering if this story would have him going back and finally paying for it now that he's... Right. Yeah. He yeah. might have, actually. Um, my, my wife actually listened to this as she was telling me about it. And she said the interesting thing she gleaned from this interview was that Slash was a... Like a, a ranked BMX rider. No kidding. And that's what his whole life was, was just, you know, and then... At like 14 years old, he got his first guitar, and he never got back on the bike again. No kidding. That's Found a what he new did. Mm-hmm. passion. He doesn't know how to read music. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, he's just one of those who just naturally took yep. to it. Yep. Well, uh, Def Leppard's Rick Allen says that without Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts, he would never become a drummer. He said that while uh, when Watts died, it was the end of an era, and that meeting him was truly an honor. Alan recently created a piece of art dedicated to his musical hero called St. Charlie. And as part of a collection all dedicated to legendary musicians such as Eddie Van Halen, Kurt Cobain, and Johnny Cash. He's planning on making a number of appearances at uh, Florida Galleries next month to show off and sell his art. The events are free and open to the public. A portion of the sales uh, from his work will benefit an organization that he and his wife work with called Project Resiliency, and it helps U.S. war veterans. Uh, Def Leppard's going to be kicking off a stadium tour in June with Motley Crue, Poison, and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Rob Halford thinks it's about time for Judas Priest to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yes. and is urging his fans to help. He said, I think we do deserve to be in there because I look at the list of people that are in there and I feel that we have a place. And it would not only be for Judas Priest, it would be for British music, particularly British heavy metal music, and that's a beautiful achievement. Uh, Priest is trailing in the fan-voted category that also includes Eminem, Duran Duran, Pat Benatar, Dolly Parton, and Eurythmics. So there's a lot of really good people in it's true. there. It's true. Uh, Priest was on the ballot in 2020, but they didn't receive enough votes to make it to that year's class. And uh, they've been eligible since 1999. Inductees will be announced in May, and the ceremony will take place it's this fall. going to have to happen. It, I think it will yeah. eventually. It, it definitely will. They're going to end up in there. I'd like to see it before any of them die or anything Which like that. Which sadly you know? happened with it, the Moody Blues. Absolutely. Yeah. And it and it can happen, yeah. So, And then one last thing. Uh, our interview yesterday with Claudio Sanchez of Coheed and Cambria is now available as President Steve Daily Rush. Excellent. Great conversation. I've gotten so much feedback about what a wonderful chat we had with him. Uh, he Did checked, we blow up on Blabbermouth? Uh, that I don't know. 
Uh, so he talks about uh, Coheed's new album and how Star Wars, Dune, and Krull influenced the music. <laughs> and he was calling us from his bus, which was pretty cool, too. So you can check that out now. It's on our uh, Instagram account. We'll send it to you if you follow us. Or you can go to our YouTube pages, and you can go to WMMR.com or PrestonC.com. Many ways for you to grab that. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in music news for you. Looks like one more last-second item, maybe. Marissa's writing uh-huh. down a note here. Let's see. Oh, what yes, it the is. tickets are on sale now for that Coheed show All right. at the Lee Chorus Center. Get them now. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll wrap it up and give away our Word of the Week prize when we get back. Stay there. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Friday morning, National Clam Chowder Day. Be with, be with ones you love. Yeah, please, please. Yeah. And, and let us never forget. No. Never forget National Clam Chowder today. Uh, but today has been a lot of fun. We thoroughly enjoyed it, and we have some people to thank for being a part of the program today. Thank you to Moses Storm. Yay! Going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. Thank you to Mina Starzian. Yay! She's at the Philly Home and Garden Show tomorrow at 1 p.m. Thank you to our friends at Pagano. The new restaurant here in our building. So thank you to Matt and Chef Paul for helping <clears throat> out. And uh, I think that's all the thank yous. Any, did I miss anyone? I got one. Okay. And this is way, way overdue and, and very belated. And, and so my apologies. But there's a great listener named Brian Carlisle. And uh, Casey, he sent me something to give to you. And Preston, oh. we were chatting about Alf earlier. Mm. Yes, because they're going to be doing a new elf. I have no idea what the origins on this are. Oh, my God. This is, uh, you remember Carriage Bolt guy, Casey? Yeah, okay. yeah, so this is from Brian for you, and there's a letter attached. I didn't want to read it because it's, it's it's for you. but <laughs> It's uh, an elf skateboard. It is an elf skateboard. That's the tiniest skateboard I've ever seen. Elf. And I think that there's some show-related content that, that made Brian make it this way, but uh, I wanted to give it to you today, today because I, I he, he sent it to me like a month and a half oh ago, my and God. I apologize for get, taking so long to get to oh. you, but here we are. All right. How cool. Who is that? Yeah. Wow. Try it on. Okay. An elf? I, uh, yeah, it looks like an elf size. Like the yeah, like the, the puppet would be able to ride that. Alf, excuse me, Alf was no puppet. Oh, I'm sorry. That the alien would be able to Thank ride you. you. Thank you, Kathy. Please. Where should I hang this up? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't get that oh. one. Uh, yeah, Kathy hates all the, all the crap all the Casey has crap here and around his. Uh, he was being nice, asking me where to hang. Hey, it. real quick, you should she... come to my house. <laughs> Can we play the other uh, yeah. clam chowder clips? Yeah. Just see we here on the show know them. Okay, so if, right. you, if you guys know it, speak up. Here's here's one. Of, we just have a couple left. Here we go. <laughs> no more clam chowder. <laughs> it was a joke. I'm sorry. You don't have to cry anymore. Wow, that's a hard one. That's that, a difficult uh, one. Sandler? Uh, no, it's uh, Maltese Falcon. Very good. Yes. Uh, yeah, it is Sandler. 
Sam Spade. No, you won't. He's in the Maltese Falcon. You guys won't get it. It's anger management. Okay. Oh, okay. It's all right. Jack crying. Right. All right. Part. All right. Here's uh. One. All right. Here's one. Hi. Oh, I hope I'm not interrupting. Oh no, I was just uh fixing clam chowder. Come in. <laughs> no idea. No. That was uh, don't please don't eat the daisies. Oh, what a delightful little family film. Yeah. That no. Was. Uh, Steve is an obscure comedy that you love. One more time. Oh, okay, hang on, one hang more on. time. All right, here we go. Hi. Oh, I hope I'm not interrupting. Oh, no, I was just uh, fixing clam chowder. Come in. <laughs> what is it? Basketball. Basketball. Oh, I love basketball. Mm-hmm. All right, and then we have, uh, this is the last one, I think. I think so, too. Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, wait a minute. What about double enough? You went up to Boston and bring back some uh, clam chowder for me and my daddy? Uh, You're on. You're on. In 18 hours? You're still on. You might know this, Pierre. Yeah. To Sir With Love. Yes. Come on. It's the very end of the movie. I do know this. I probably wouldn't be able to guess if I did, but it is... uh, Psycho? No. Shawshank Redemption? Uh, It's Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, yes! After they bring the beer back... Yeah, I don't... And they they win the bet. Yes. uh, They throw another one at them. They Uh say, well, okay, why don't you go get this for us? And, and, and they're off and running. And, and they, they're, the cops are coming anyway, and they get out of there. Yeah. And then, which begins to the second movie, which has the elephant. It was just terrible. Yeah. Terrible movie. All right. Anyhow, uh, Pierre, you ready to do the letter of the day? Yes. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. T is in totally. All right. And we now need caller number... Three. We're going to do a, t- a teeny tiny caller this morning. 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> small number. 215-263-WMMR. Third caller to get our three-letter word is going to win this really cool uh, trip to see the Batman and all. So we'll get to that in a second. Love it. Uh, what's happening today, ma'am? Well, we've got another pair of tickets for Dave Matthews to give away. Just one on sale. Uh, July 15th and 16th. We've got tickets for the 15th over in Camden. Uh, and we'll do a workforce block to go along with that. Uh, we have George Harrison's birthday to celebrate in a block. And the Black Crows are also coming uh, to the shore in July, hosted by the Bam, 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 Man. And so uh, we'll have a block of that band. Excellent. Yeah. Does Jackie send you things? Does he text you things at all? Pictures? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> we all get it. He sent me an audio file of somebody doing an ID for him, and I didn't even know who the hell it was. I don't know why he chose to send it to me. I was just saying, do you ever wonder what your connection is to getting yeah. that specific? Because sometimes we'll all get it, or sometimes it's just to one of us separately. So like, I wonder that very thing, and I never know why. I yeah. never figure it out. He often will send a picture of his father holding a very odd forty five. Yeah. Um, and it's got nothing to do with anything I played that day. It may have something to do with what he'll play that night, or maybe it was a song that entered his or his father or his mother's head, uh, and therefore he got his dad, Papa Bam Bam, to pose with it. Uh, um, as Jed Clampett used to say regarding Jethro, someday I gotta have a long talk with that boy. It's true. All right, well, let's go to the phone, see if we can get a winner. We were looking for caller number three, and it is Christine. Hello there, Christine. Hello, Preston. Uh, Do you know our word of the week? I hope it's bat. Great day in the morning! All right, Christine. Cheese and crackers. 
Cheese and crackers, she says, Creepers, creepers. All right, uh, we have this cool little whirlwind trip for you. A trip or two to the Batman New York premiere. It's March 1st. That's Monday, right? Wow. Uh, No, Tuesday. Oh, it's Tuesday. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. The 28th is on uh, Monday. Uh, Alice Tully Hall at the Lincoln Center. That includes round trip, Amtrak tickets, dinner, and an overnight stay for you. Congratulations. This is crazy. This is crazy. I can never get through. Never. Well, you did. And, and four three. I'm like, it's impossible. Uh-uh. You got it this time. I'm very happy for you, Christine. Congratulations. Thank you so much. This right. is crazy. Hang on a second. We'll get your information. We'll take care of you. Make sure you do check the safety requirements. You can check the uh, extensive health and requ- uh, safety requirements at WMMR.com. It's from Warner Brothers Pictures and visionary filmmaker Matt Reeves, the Batman. All new take on the iconic DC superhero and takes the world's greatest detective back to year two. Film stars Robert Pattinson in the title role alongside Zoe Kravitz as the enigmatic Selena Kyle and opening uh, only in theaters on March 4th. So congratulations to you. Nick, are we going to talk to Giacchino about this? Uh, he's really busy right now, so okay. we're trying. Um, but uh, we're also sort of floating around that idea of, of going out, out to L.A. and broadcasting from his house. Okay. So I've been back and forth with Maria who is uh, Michael's sister, and so we're going to try and make it happen. All right, if we can't pretty... talk to him, we'll talk to Matt Reeves, the director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah either or. <laughs> yeah, we can get him on. All right, I uh, want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Also, Acme. You can download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. And Trinity Rehab. They can help you get rid of your pain. No prescription needed. Trinity-rehab.com. Uh, next week on our program... Oh, Sam the Cooking Guy. Yeah! Uh, From YouTube. We were talking about the potatoes. They weren't his idea, but he did cook them up, and that's how we found out about it. (laughs) I think he'll be excited about our data. We'll talk to him. Uh, Our buddy Don Jameson is going to be on. Comedian Alonzo Bodden and... Lou Diamond Phillips will be joining us too, which is great. That's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day, and we will see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Brennan Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Bing, there. Do-do-be-do. Do-da-da.